small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away, a song away, a song away. Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis, and this is your Monday bonus episode, and guess what? Guess what? I'm not alone. Normally I'm alone with your wonderful voices, but today, who's joining me? Who is it? It's bonus guest host Murray Valeriano. Woohoo! Oh, with, <clears throat> with morning voice, excuse morning me. Morning voice. I it's, sound like it's, Barry White. It's 1.15 right. in the afternoon. How can you have morning voice? You were a comedian once, remember? We don't wake up till 3.00. That's true. That's oh, are we getting what's that? Is it an air raid? Is it an air raid? <laughs> I don't know. I'm having flashbacks to Denang. Hey, who knows? I mean, look, Russia could bomb, right? Hey, I saw uh, I saw, I saw Red Dawn. See? Yeah, yeah, they're, anything they're, can happen. They're coming after us in Woodland Hills. Anything can rally happen. the football team to protect us. Oh my god, we're sunk, right? Oh, we're, we're yeah, we, we can you throw a football? I keep, uh, uh, no. Right. So I suppose you probably can't fire a gun either. No, no. The other day I tried to throw a rock over the fence and I think I missed. What are you, 12? <laughs> I threw my arm out. I'm like, ow, my arm hurt. Do you not like your neighbor? The rocks, well, no, there's the, this this house over here is abandoned. It finally sold. If <laughs> I'm not kidding. If you look out the window and uh-huh. see that house, it sold for over a million dollars. Oh, I, it doesn't surprise me. Do me a favor. Take yes. your headphones off. All right. I'm I want you to go to this window. And I'm do, sorry, I, listeners. <laughs> I, no, seriously. I want to hear your reaction. Lift up this blind and look at that house right there that's right next to us. Dude, if it's seagull mooning me out here. No, it's not. Look look at that house right there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Look, it's a disaster. Oh, yeah. If that's a million, if that's a million dollars, then this house is three million. Oh, yeah. No, they did. And it's not. Our house is not worth three million. They did the, they did the same in my neighborhood. Uh, the next door, next door, they bought the house for a million. Tore it down, put up a house, went for $3.7 million. Oh, my God. I, the guy who bought it, I go... What are you going to do with it? He's like, I'm not sure yet. I'm going to make it look pretty though. And I go, could you do me a favor? Could you tear it down and build me a tennis court? And he just <laughs> he laughed. I'm like, that would be my dream. If you could just do that, that would be very helpful. Mm-hmm. And then you'd throw rocks at it? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> mm. I apologize for having this morning, boys. You got your coffee. What could, yeah, it's just black, right? Black. Black coffee. Black coffee at Pat's. Yeah. Black do, coffee do, in bed, right? Do. No, at Pat's. No, is that your parody song? Yeah, Black Coffee at Pat's. That you didn't work too hard on? Steve O'Dockerson, get on it, buddy. Come on, buddy. Black (laughs) Coffee at Pat's. Uh, Steve O'Dockerson will be here, uh, staying here in a couple of weeks. Oh, get out of here, really? Yep. Oh, uh, if you're listening, Steve-O, give me a shout. I'd love to hang. There you go, Steve-O. You won't be hanging with me now. You'll be hanging with Murray. No, don't pawn him off on me the whole week. Look, Murray is uh, is all ready to do whatever you want. Oh, you know what? I'm going to be on the road that week. I forgot. Oh, God yeah, damn it. Yeah. Is okay, he staying Steve, here? We'll go, to that, uh, we'll go to the caboose and have a hot dog. Is he staying here? Yeah. Oh, okay. Over yeah. there? Yeah, in that room. Okay. Yeah. All right. I just, I drilled the hole today so I could, <laughs> so I could remove my Wang yeah. Chung auto, uh, autograph album and look in there. And, and, watch, and watch trolls have sex. <laughs> it's going to be That's awesome. Right. Is his lovely it's, wife coming or is this a solo trip? No, no, no. If his wife was coming, I wouldn't peek in. That would be... Uh, that wouldn't be gentlemanly, but I'll look in on him. No, no, no peeking's gentlemanly. Even if I'm just peeking in on him? Yeah, that's not, gen- I wouldn't constitute that. I, I, every, you know what? It, it, it's all creepy. <laughs> Whether it's him and her or just him, it's a little weird. Well, we'll and look, we'll, I don't want to, I don't want to fetish we'll cross shame you. that troll bridge when we come to <laughs> it. <laughs> I don't want to fetish shame you. You're into what you're into. All right. Good enough. <clears throat> so our topic today, it's a, it's a Patreon curated episode it's food and drink and i brought my song black coffee at pat's <laughs> yes you did your version of it 
Uh, Jeff Frank came up with this idea. Dude, so, uh, Jackson Frank, I haven't talked to that guy in like a year. Where you been? Give me a shout, dude. Yeah, man. Text Murray. Well, he text him. My, he doesn't have my text. Hit him up. He doesn't have your... So no, I, every, I bet he does. I bet he does. It's going to be everyone has my phone number now. Everyone knows where I live. Yeah, I know. If they want to take me out, it'd be easy. I was going to say, isn't that, doesn't that weird you out a little bit? Uh, it doesn't because I, I, I'm very trusting of the listeners. Yeah, okay. But I mean... Well, yeah. You Plus, I like them to send me stuff. Send me a present. And let's be honest, you don't have that many listeners, so your numbers are fine. Yeah, the, the 15 people. The 15 are people that like 15 you. 15 people are good. <laughs> uh, we've got a bunch of songs, food and drink. We I'm excited. I don't, of- know, I don't know anything you're playing. Yeah, I yeah, haven't looked fun, at right? it, so I'm nope. very excited to hear. And, and listen, I love these listener episodes, and thank you for uh, bringing me on, because I love to listen uh, to what you guys pull, man. Yeah, I do too, and I think they, I think they, really, uh, they really dug deep. I think those are today. my favorite rock solids, not that you asked. Um the ones that I'm not really involved in. The one where you don't talk a lot. Uh, <laughs> is the ones where you get a myriad of different styles yes. of music. And, and and although I do love your inner, your one-on-one or your let's focus on a band, I I, I, I think my, I've had such a... My, my iPod has been on shuffle for 20 years. Yeah, like, the I, same I think playlist. That's the, well, no, not the same playlist, okay. but just shuffle, you know, so, so I, I like the randomness of that. Yeah, and I like, uh, I like, this is, these are probably the most eclectic shows or the most diverse sure. uh, musically because mm-hmm. people get to pull stuff that they like. You're wearing a sweater? Yeah. Are you not sweaty? I got shorts on. All right. Are you hot? You have a jacket on. Well, it was cold by my house. Okay. You can take it off now. I'm afraid somebody will steal it. <laughs> Murray got his wallet oh, stolen. Right. All right. We had that conversation off. We mic. did that off mic. Make, yeah. I'm sorry. That didn't make sense. Murray got his wallet stolen out of his car. Out of my car. Wallet stolen out of my car. They left Frank, but they took the wallet. <laughs> you know what they did? They go, we can't carry that. He's too <laughs> you big. You know what they did? They left my stand-up merch. <laughs> they didn't steal it. <laughs> they looked it up on eBay real quick. Yeah, like, you're you like, know oh, what? no, what is this? Oh, I saw this anything. hack at Brea. I'm not taking yeah, this. forget it. Done. <laughs> yeah, wallet, they stole my wallet and my uh, THC gummies. Was there cash in it? Yeah, I'm out about 150. You had 150 cash in your wallet? Mm-hmm. I never have any cash in my wallet. I just, you know what it is? I'm now that I'm I'm performing again and selling merch after. Mm-hmm. I, I have oh, I have yeah. cash on me again. Yeah, that and makes sense. So I just kind of leave the cash on me, and I just kind of use that for daily. Yeah, whatever. Daily expenses, Your gas, coffee? coffee, stuff like that. And I and yeah, and it was it, it was partially my fault for because I left my wallet in my car and I forgot to lock it last night. You think if your car would have been locked, they would have smashed the window? I don't think so. Um, I don't think so. We have too many. Really, we have too many Teslas on the street yeah. <laughs> to go after my uh, Kia Soul. Let's you know, do, let's do this tonight. Let's lie in the back seat of your car under a blanket together, mm-hmm. and leave your car open and wait and see. Let's catch this guy. If you want me to kiss you, you we'll, can just ask. And, but we'll catch the guy then. But they're not coming back. Then we'll celebrate with a kiss. <laughs> they're not coming back. They already got my wallet. Like what? Put a post-it note on that says, got my new wallet, new wallet, <laughs> Wall- new wallet. wallet on board. Wallet, put wallet city. They'll think it's a <laughs> store. So that, so anyway, I got all the alerts around four <laughs> o'clock in the morning that kind of woke me up. So I spent two hours in the middle of the night b- doing all the fraud and stuff like that. So that's why I'm a little groggy. Do those, those alerts don't wake Mary up because she's in her room? Oh, she wasn't home last night. She was out with some guy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what the guy who took room? your wallet. The guy who took my wallet. <laughs> Um, yeah, do those alerts wake, wake your wife up though? No, you know, it was like, I got up in the middle of the night. I get up at four every morning for some reason, mm-hmm. just cause I just wake up. You what, and The Rock. Is that when The Rock gets up? Yeah, he gets up and, well, he gets up and goes straight to his in-home gym. Oh, well, yeah. 
I don't do that. <laughs> Blasts his quads. I usually go to the couch and surf the internet for about an hour till I fall back asleep. Oh. So those alerts were, so when I got up, they were, like, they were alerting. But I mean, honestly, it was with all the fraudulent protection, I'm, I'm not out anything on my cards. They, they, yeah. they canceled. They literally like canceled my cards immediately. I have a card in my wallet on my iPhone. They were like, <laughs> they replaced it and put it on my wallet so, like it, instantly. How many cards are in your wallet? There were three. In my wallet that got stolen? Yeah. There were three. Uh, so your ATM card. Mm-hmm. And then what? A couple credit cards. Oh, yeah. I have a Miles card I use and then uh, our joint card. What is... Let me think. I have a couple cards in there. I would say I have a Target card in there. Okay. I have a Home Depot card. Okay. I have a... I have a Toyota Visa because anytime we do any car stuff, mm-hmm. oil changes, even gas, we put it on there so we can keep track of oh, yeah, okay. car stuff. <clears throat> Uh, got my ATM card, got a business card for on the page. Mm-hmm. We have a health savings account. Anytime we go to the doctor or anything, we pay it out How of How big is your fucking wallet? Oh, it's just tiny. You've really? seen my little tiny wallet. No, we haven't. Yeah, uh, I have a triple A card. Okay. Oh, I have that. Oh yeah. I got to get that replaced. Uh, yeah. Someone's having a ball today, getting their tires, uh, changed. <laughs> and, uh, what else do I got in it? Got, got the uh, uh, in our ins- health insurance card. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, Blue, I got to get that replaced. Blue Shield of California. See, I'm I'm reminding. I know. You well, I, it's funny. I was telling Mary as I was running out the door because I was so late here this morning. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, this was really, really can be like it wasn't a pain in the ass to uh-huh. do all this. But I know over the next three weeks, I'm gonna be like, oh yeah. fuck, god damn it, I forgot. You know, I have an Amazon card. Oh, that we're I still s- going. Okay. Yeah, I have an Amazon card that I strictly use for rock solid stuff. Oh, okay. Uh, this is all in my wallet. And my wallet's so tiny. I'll show you. It's, um, it's oh, I think I got a good idea of it. What else? I feel like there's something else in there. You know what sucks is I had to... Oh, oh AARP card. Okay. I had to... I don't have that. You should get it. AARP's got I'm some not, good... Uh, I'm not doing it. You can read my articles. I've been writing a ton for AARP. That's actually what made me get rid of the card. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're an idiot. Go, Who's writing <laughs> Kick these... Kick a man when he's down. Who's writing these articles about Paul Anka? Oh, Murray. <laughs> no way, man. I, I, I Look, Jim Lenahan uh, hires me to do it, and I'm happy to do it. It's fun. He it's lends a, a hand. He lends a hand. By hiring you. Jim Lenahan. He's a great guy. Uh, what's the podcast? Uh, 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 Rock in the Suburbs. Rocking rock the Suburbs. They've changed your name like eight times, so I always forget. No, it was twice. Because they had... It was Dad Rock... I thought it was something before it was Dad Rock. Oh, it might have been. I discovered him on Dad Rock. And then Dad Rock. And then, but I could be wrong. Okay. Rock in the Suburbs. But anyway, it's a great podcast. And they have a live radio station now. Rock in the Suburbs radio. Should I know. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It sounds like a lot of work. It, uh, I'm going to DJ one night when uh, um, they asked me if I wanted to. And I'm going to do it when, for what it's worth, season three. I'd love years. to do it, guys. Uh, you know how to get in touch with me. Everyone does. You know my phone number. You know my address. And you know what's in his wallet. <laughs> and then I could just. Uh, promote my podcast the whole time on their via their show oh well you'd have to ask them i'm kidding well it's 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 their it's their radio show not their podcast how did that how does that work it's online radio i don't know i don't know i don't know either i don't know but they i mean they're they're a legitimate station like they're playing full songs legitimately i don't know if they're paying lies i don't know how it works i don't know so. how that works either how can they pl- how can they do that and yet people were worried about playing song clips on podcasts well you might be the only one <laughs> Who's playing song clips on? Who's worried about it? I should say, I'm not worried. Uh, but about also, it. Jim and Patrick Foster, you know, they have a history in music, so they know what they're doing. You know, I think they were both. No, wait a minute, that's just why you're just saying I don't know what I'm doing. 
for the radio station, you obviously don't because you're asking questions. I don't know how to do a radio. Right, show. that's what I'm saying. So they probably know it. I, I bet I, I would imagine. I don't know if Jim has a history in radio, but I think Patrick does. But Jim's been a music writer and stuff like that. So we are actually right now broadcasting from a boat in the Pacific. Oh, pirate radio! Pirate radio! <laughs> yeah, right? you get far enough out, you do whatever you want. Yeah, that's right. Food and drink. Here we go. Let's. Uh... I will tell a story about every listener who submitted a song. Are today. you really going to do that? Yep, let's do it. Uh, I mean, you could compliment them in some way, I guess. Well, we'll see how the story goes. Maybe I don't like them. All right. Let's start out with this since it's about food. Ready? Oh, they're doing an intro. And cornbread. Damn. There you go. That's Steven Tyler. He's telling you what his favorite food is. All right, yeah. And cornbread. Damn. <laughs> Loves it. Yeah. That's from a song of his. Oh, I know. It's from a song called "We're All We're All Somebody from Somewhere." I remember when that came out, and we terrible. Play, yeah, yeah, it's terrible, terrible. Let's do this too. I'll st I'll kick it off, uh, and then we'll get some listener stuff. But I'll kick it off. Uh, go over to <coughs> Bandcamp and support uh, Hob the Troll. Nice. And this is a song that has wine in the title. It's his brand new track. It's "Spill the Wine." Oh, that's right. I've heard this. This is great. He does this all from his uh, from under his bridge. <laughs> Is that the goats clipping across across the top? Oh, ooh! I know that instrument. That's uh, um, a kazoo. I believe it's a glockenspiel. I just want to say glockenspiel. I know. I like to say harpsichord. I was once strolling out on one very hot summer's day when I thought I'd lay myself to rest in a big field of tall grass. He's wasted, right? I laid there oh, yeah. in the sun and felt it caressing my face. As I fell asleep and dreamed, I dreamed that I was in a Hollywood movie and that I was the star of the movie. And no one went to see that movie. <laughs> you know, this really blew my mind. The fact All right. that me. I don't have it queued up properly, so we're not we're not going to get to where he says. Uh, you can get it on Bandcamp. I highly recommend it. It's you can pay Bandcamp. You pay what you want, right? I think I paid I, I three cents. Okay, three cents from this version. All right. Well, I highly recommend. Steve-O, you're great, man. All right. Congratulations, Steve. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Pat's going to watch you sleep while you're here. <laughs> Look at the hole I drew. I'm not going to look at the hole you drew. Wait, Should I drill there? two holes so I can watch it in stereo? <laughs> or maybe you and Pilar. I don't know what you guys are into. We each get, we each we take each a, get hole. a hole. Yeah, yeah. Well, that sounded weird. <laughs> uh, isolate that, folks. Make it your ringtone. <laughs> so, Mary, you're, you, uh, but, you know, before we, uh, before we continue, <clears throat> this episode drops on April 4th, but you want to promote something. So let's promote it now and later and in the middle and always. Is, this, is that a Monday? It's Monday, April 4th. So while you're listening to this today. Right. The new season of For What It's Worth dropped today. Thank you. So starring Pat Francis. Ooh. Is that the one? Am I the <laughs> yeah, first one? Yeah, you're Pat Francis, uh, rock solid listener, and now For What It's Worth editor, Dave Festini. And everyone's favorite rock solid host. Took me a year and a half to get her, yep. but Christy Stratton, Christy man, Stratton. and fucking rocks it and cutes it and comedies it. She was fantastic. 
So head over to YouTube and like and subscribe. Yeah, please like and subscribe. It, believe it, it really helps the show. And I know it's a pain in the ass to YouTube makes it how you have to sign in and all that bullshit to just to, just to like it sometimes mm-hmm. and just to subscribe. But it really does help the show. And uh, I am so sorry. It's it's a huge undertaking. And that's why there's so much downtime between seasons mm-hmm. because I can't do this alone. So I, I apologize for the downtime. Um, but, I, but also I have a Patreon um, thing where I put up uh, clips and stuff weekly. Yeah. So not just, you know, Patreon suggests, hey, if you do it once a month, everybody will be happy. But I do it. I try to do it weekly. It's something, if not bonus footage, yeah. outtakes, quizzes, stuff like that to make it fun. So and thank you so much for the patron supporters. And do you have the comments turned on or turned off? On. I'm not worried about it. All right. I'm not worried about it. I've, <laughs> you can't do any. You can't say anything to me that some fucking drunk redneck in Tennessee hasn't yelled from the audience. Well, I had to turn my comments off on the um, Rock Solid YouTube channel because I was getting anti-LGBTQ comments. Oh, well, fuck those guys. Yeah, fuck that, fuck, right? Yeah. Fuck that all to hell. Yeah, yeah. So I had to turn it off. Yeah. So if you're ever wondering why there's no comments turned on, that's the reason. God because I'm not going to go in and monitor all that and delete and block and all that bullshit. What a sh- I just had to do it. What a shitty person. What a shitty fucking world. Really it's now. fucking shitty. I think that's a Devo song, right? It's the shittiest world right, right. you live in. Is that the one Hinkley wrote? I don't know. <laughs> All right. I so mean, that, that really bums me out. I'm sorry, but yeah. that really bums me out. Yeah. But yeah. Fuck. Fucking bullshit. Cause I, I can know. take it. I can take anything, but sure. That's yeah. bullshit. I gotta, gotta go. I ain't got time for that shit. Uh, we're going to start out. I with was Jeff told we were going to listen Hi. to music today. We're going to start out with <laughs> Jeff Frank. Now, Jeff Frank, this was his idea, this topic. Oh, really? And, uh, his intro has a little bit of a, of a weird glitch throughout. Hmm. That's how it was when you sent it. So sorry, Jeff, I didn't do anything. <clears throat> It's your fault. But let's hear Jeff's intro and then right into his song. Here we go. Hey, it's Jeff. Chiming in with my food and drink Patreon pick. And I'm going with the Blue Stingrays Tasty Tune Grits and Eggs. Mm. So the Blue Stingrays have been a somewhat mysterious classic 60s surf rock band. But in fact, it is a kind of sort of super group, uh, a side hustle, if you will, from Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers because it features Mike Campbell, Ben Montench with Randall Marsh on drums, of course, from Mud Crutch, and features the reunion with original Heartbreakers bass player Ron Blair. So they've only released one record back in 97, uh, which featured the excellent uh, cover uh, for Goldfinger. And I highly recommend finding this record if you can. But this latest single came out last year. Uh, no word if there's going to be another full-length release. But clearly Mike Campbell is keeping his creative juices flowing uh, post-Heartbreakers with a variety of projects, including the revival of the Blue Stingrays. So I say, cowabunga, dude, and stay oh, frosty. You lost me. <laughs> now, this is an instrumental. It's called Grits and Eggs. instrumentals i don't mind them i know you're not a fan not a whole album of them you know how i know you're not a fan because you're talking through this one <laughs> i'm trying to make it interesting i like this a lot grits and eggs i would even like that if every 30 seconds they just said 
Like watermelon man. Oh, I should have brought watermelon man by Herbie Hancock. Grits and eggs. I have to say, as a as a avid surfer, grits um, and eggs, surf rock music is it's 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 a lot. It's 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 I got a, I got a small, you know, I got a small window for it. It's kind of repetitive, but um, it's kind of got the same sound. It's kind of like blues. Blues is very repetitive to me, but um, I'll listen to it. It's fun. A how 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 how? That's blues, right? Yeah, that was. Spot on, Helen Wolfer, whoever that was. I don't know who that was. So you said you're going to tell a story about everyone. What's your Jeff Frank story? Um, uh, I was kidding, but uh, Jeff Frank. Uh, for some reason, uh, I call him Jackson Frank, which was a, a, a '60s singer who had a horrible, horrible life. Um, and I like Jeff Frank. He worked at MTV around. We know a bunch of people because I worked. He worked at MTV New York. I worked at MTV LA. So mm-hmm. we know a bunch of people. All right, great story. <laughs> I didn't think you're going to take me seriously. Great that. story. <laughs> And then one time we got into a bar fight. I moved anyone. All right. I'm going to play a song from Neil Diamond, 1972, from the album Moods. Put you in the mood. This is a dish I would not really care to eat. It's called porcupine pie. Hmm. Not, not, not my favorite. Porcupine pie, porcupine pie, porcupine pie. Vanilla soup. Vanilla soup. No, maybe I won't, maybe I won't, maybe I will. The tutti fruit. It's just nonsense. It's like a kid's song. What? How? blue cheese. This isn't his only one like this either. Ah, but porcupine pie, porcupine pie, porcupine pie. Don't let it get on your jeans. Oh, you get that on your jeans, you're going to have some trouble. Oh, man. Sounds a little strange when you've got to ease it with gloves or your hands will turn green. I, I don't know what this song, I don't <laughs> what know what's going on. this? <laughs> Th- this was How do you take this guy so seriously, man? There weren't even gummies back then. What was he on? <laughs> what was it, 72? 1972. When was from the last an album Walt, I love. When was the last Waltz taped? 77, I believe, 78, 77 <laughs> think, or 78. like the band just came in and said, Robbie. Porcupine pie. We're not fucking having them. Yeah. <laughs> and Robbie's like, tough shit, I'm doing it. Or Robbie goes, you keep pushing me and we're going to do porcupine <laughs> pie. All right, moving on. I believe I'm not overstepping my bounds when I say this is one of our favorite people. Hmm. Do you want to be surprised when you hear the person? Yeah, considering I don't have a lot of favorite people. All right. And then afterwards you can com- comment. Okay. Don't talk over the intro. Oh, that's your job. <laughs> Well, I try to talk over the songs, but I don't try okay. to talk over the intro. Okay. This is one of our favorite people. Okay. Here we go. Hello, Rock Solid listeners. This is Carrie Scott from Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Doesn't ring a bell. Oh my gosh. There are so many great food and drink songs that it took me forever to choose just one. And what made it harder was that I wanted to choose a song that is also from a band or artist that I love. So some of the songs I considered included... Chocolate Cake by Crowded House, Cherry Hearts by The Shins, Champions of Red Wine by The New Pornographers, and Deep Water by Seal. Ultimately, I decided on a super high-energy song that is a staple on my running playlist, Sugar-Coated Iceberg by The Lightning Seeds. I hope you like it. Enjoy.
All right. Carrie Scott, was I right or was I wrong? I love the lightning seeds. That's great. I, I discovered lightning seeds, I think, on 120 Minutes around probably 90, 89, 90. They're a great band. I think this is a little later than that. 1996. Yeah, they're a great band. I really. You actually play um, on here. Uh, Susanna Hoffs did a cover of one of the Lightning Seed songs. I think it's All I Want. Oh, okay, cool. And you've played that on here yeah, a couple times. Yeah, I'm sure times. I have. Yeah, yeah. Um, but what I meant is, was I correct in saying that Carrie Scott is one of our favorite people? How could she not be, right? She's, <laughs> she's so bubbly and happy. There's a good yeah. chance she's like part Smurf. She's so bubbly and happy uh, all the time. Which part of her is Smurf? The blue part. Okay, all right. <laughs> don't, that poor girl. <laughs> what are you going to do? I don't know, that just popped don't in my head. drag her through the fucking... Drag her down to our level. Uh, there's part of we can you do that to Jackson Frank. We can't do it to poor Harry Scott. Oh, part of part of Jackson Frank is Smurf. It's his, <laughs> it's his blue balls. Mm. Come on. No, I'm so no sorry. Good? I am so sorry, people. Who are we apologizing to? Uh, anybody who got a, who heard that joke. <laughs> I'm curious as to what you're going to think of this next. I do love the Lightning Seed, so I highly recommend them. All right, I'm really curious what you're going to think about this song. Here we go. I can't believe I fooled you with that. You were literally, you're like, you're, I saw you, you were listening like, like it wasn't the same song. I blocked that song out yeah, as soon did. as I you heard sure it. Did. I fucking put that in like my ex-girlfriend part of my brain that I don't ever want to think about again. All right, here we go. <clears throat> Here's the next intro. Yeah, I don't think you know this guy. We've never met this guy in person. Okay. But you have to tell a story. Do you have a Carrie Scott story? Um... I don't. It's hard to have a story for somebody who lives in another country. That's true. Yeah, it'll be hard to have a story about this guy. Um, she always keeps score on name that tune. That's true. That's fantastic. And she helps out with and for what give, it's worth. And, we, and she does help out on for what it's worth. And we give her a lot of shit on name that tune, and she takes it, and it's very nice. Does she take it? Uh, she's walked off a few times. I think. <laughs> she, is, she gets mad at us. Maybe it's fake madness. I don't know. Don't madness. Know. Here we go. Hey Pat, this is Dwayne Hoffman from Columbus, Ohio. First food song that came to mind was this little ditty from the 1996 album Motel California by the band Ugly Kid Joe. The track is simply called Sandwich. Pat, you can take it from the top. Thanks. Keep rocking. That's a tight intro. That is. I do like the album title Motel California just because Don Henley hated that. Oh, sure. that's the he only tried to the value of yeah. Ugly Kid Joe then. She was a bad witch, but all I really wanted was some motherfucking sandwich. Abandoned, left-handed. The woman drove me crazy, but I couldn't understand it. You could try to break me, take me, but you never understand me. I believe Ugly Kid Joe, the members, have a platinum album hanging up in their garage. They had that stupid fucking single that was all over MTV. Yeah, I Hate Everything About yeah, yeah. You. Is that what it was called? Yeah, yeah. That's probably where it's at. Yeah. I'm sure that album went platinum in the 90s. What's sure. this gentleman's name we were talking to? Dwayne Hoffman. Dwayne, I'm sorry. I don't know you. Uh, I apologize for shitting on this song. But uh, that's terrible. Uh, but it's uh, he didn't say he liked it. He just oh, said, that's a good point. He that's just said point. the first ditty that popped in his head. Okay, that's a good point. It doesn't mean he liked it. That's a good point. Like for example, this popped in my head. I will take this over that song. All right. 
I'll take four. And I feel bad for Dwayne. We all, I'm sure there's some bands I like that Dwayne hates. So, um, you know, music is objective. If I, it makes you happy, I'm happy you get to jo- you find joy in it. I play shitty songs every week. Except you. You have shitty taste in music. <laughs> yeah. Look you around. Like, look at all this music. I know. I, I know. This can't all be shitty. Well. You look around this. All this stuff can't be shitty. Oh, that you know, that's true. That's Don't true. look at the wall. Look at the actual, uh, look at the collections. Well, do you have so much. There's got to be shit in there. Well, sure, there's got to be shit in there, but I mean, it's not all shit. I'm looking at a box set of Leo Sayer <laughs> right there. So there you go. Uh, so you know who owns that? I, you I, and Leo Sayer's mom. I really do covet that box set. It's 12 albums. Oh, that's really? That's 12 albums? Yeah, because there are those many. He had 12 albums? He has more than that. Really? Yeah. Okay. I just have that. All right. All right, moving on. How come you haven't got him on the podcast? I've tried. <laughs> of course you have. I have tried. They, they, <laughs> What's he doing to say no to? I, they won't even answer my emails. Really? They won't even answer my email. All right. Makes me want to try this week. Well, we'll try. I want to get that glorious Afro filling up the screen Do of the Zoom Do you think he still room. has it? Yes. He does? He does. Okay. He does. All right. Hold on tight, man. Hold on tight. Type in Leo Sayre 2022. You'll see him. Okay. The Amazing musicians on those albums. Because like... Three or four of them he recorded right here in LA. Okay. It's like all the people. It's like Lukather, Picaro, sure. all of this. Oh, that's right that around that era too, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. All right. I don't know enough about Leo Sayer to shit on him. The hits I know I like. I don't know that much about him either. I just well, maybe need, that's I why he's not coming to... on the podcast. Let me tell you something. You know when that was purchased? What? Last year. I just purchased that. <laughs> of course you did. Because <laughs> I'm like, I should listen to some of these Leo Sayer albums. I don't know why. That pops in my head a lot. Like all of a sudden I'll be like, you know what? I need to get all the Little Feet albums. Hey, there's nothing wrong with Little Feet. I'm just saying this is an example of a band that'll pop in my head and I'll be like, I got to get all And you do those. need to get all the Little Feet albums. Well, I have the first five or six. Okay. Do okay. you have their uh, 1986 comeback or whatever that was? The one with, uh, without- Rock and Roll uh, Doctor? Without, uh, yeah, without Lowell? No, I don't. Okay. It's not bad. All right. Here's a kid. He has his own podcast and he loves name, he loves name that tune. He loves it. Lives for it. Makes a bingo card. By the way, I want to mention name that tune. Okay. I want to mention the queen of Name That Tune, uh, or La Game. I call her the rock solid boo. Karen Landry? Yeah. Yeah. I want to give Karen Landry a shout out for creating uh, the weekend event that we do called Name That Tune. Because I get, I think I get too much credit for it, and Rock Solid gets too much credit for it. Sure. But it was, calm down. <laughs> but it was Karen Landry's idea, and she did this. So I just always want to make sure people know that it was Karen Landry's idea. Yeah, she played it with her family growing up, I think, played right? Played it with her family, And she yeah. suggested it and, during the pandemic. And so we eventually, took. it took many, many weeks until we finally really figured out how to do it. I think, I don't even think I joined for a couple of weeks. I think yeah. you're like, you got to hop on here. It was so much fun in the beginning, and then when you joined, yeah. it, was, uh, it was different. Yeah, well, that's what I do. All right. Kick a man when he's down, dude. But this guy loves it. Right now, I have no identification, wallet, or money. <laughs> I don't even know if this is Murray. <laughs> I usually ask for ID. Did they steal your Vax card? They did. The hard copy. Yeah, I think so. They, but they, you know what? I just I had to uh, I, I I I I had to down I had to put the QVC on my phone for a, a gig coming up. I didn't want to the gig. I didn't want to talk about the gig yet. But, I, so I'm sorry. Right. I'm also still running on a couple hours of sleep. Right. Also, Hi. you were having you were like a spasm. Well, yeah, cause, yeah. You have so a gig long. coming up. You want to talk about it? No, I don't. That's what it is. I just right. signed with a new agent and I had to give him Go a back. Oh, congratulations. For the... Brillstein Gray? No, I was with Brillstein for about four years, though. They handle uh, they handle Belushi, Jim and John, I believe. Yeah. 
No, I was with I was with Brillstein for about three years. That's and pretty was, cool. It was great. It Did was they great. do anything for you? No. <laughs> but I was going to say because you're here today, so apparently. <laughs> but but I, well, you know, it was. I, I it was I was telling somebody this the other day. Like when I had Brillstein on mm-hmm. my resume, and I, dude, I fucking walked through any door. I bet. But the problem is, um, the people who walked in before me and were take were called were David Spade, Robin Williams, yeah. Jerry Seinfeld, Gary Shandling. So I was a small fish in a big pond. Yeah. So I left to be a big fish in a small pond. Yeah. How do you light up the room when you're going in with those guys? It's hard. I, I know, man. I know. So. Okay, so Jerry. Great. Hey, Jerry. We'll, hey, we'll see you later. Uh, hey, Murray. Yeah. Come on in. Well, thanks for thinking that they know my name. Uh, Valerie. Okay, what if, <laughs> hey, Valerie. All right. This is And it. it's just Brillstein now. It's not Gray. Brad Gray, did he die? Uh, Brad Gray, both Brillstein and Brad Gray died. But Brad Gray went on to uh, run Paramount for years. So who's ru- who is running? Who's the Brillstein in Brillstein? Uh, it was Bernie Brillstein who I know that, but he's dead. So now it's still just Brillstein. It's Brill- now it's now it's Brillstein Entertainment. Blah, 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 blah. I Brillstein. guess I guess I'm th- assuming Gray sold his half. Okay, and then went on to run Paramount, and then Brillstein died a few years ago. But Brillstein, he discovered Andy Kaufman, Robin Williams. Are they still uh, are they still powerful with the Brillstein? Brillstein? Name? Oh yeah, yeah, I think so. All right. All mm-hmm. right. This is Aaron Kahn. Hey there, Rock Solid listeners. Aaron here again, and I've decided to take part in this food and drink episode of Rock Solid. The song I picked here is from Captain Beefheart. I think most people in the Rock Solid community know of my love for the good captain. He is a treasure and a lot of fun to listen to. That is, if you have a taste for the bizarre, which I certainly do. Now, the song that I picked here is from his 1978 album, Shiny Beast, Bat Chain Puller, which was a comeback album for him after releasing two less than stellar commercial albums, those albums being Unconditionally Guaranteed and Blue Jeans and Moonbeams. The song I picked here is one of my favorites from Beefheart, and it just might be my favorite song from the album, that or the title track. So from Captain Beefheart, this is a song called Tropical Hot Dog Night. Tropical Hot Dog Night! in a fruit fight I don't want to know about wrong or right I just figured out why Aaron Kahn likes Captain Beefheart. Why? Because Aaron Kahn loves the Muppets. Oh, and that literally sounds like a Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem that song. Is a, that is a good observation. He does love the Muppets. Yeah. Aaron Kahn doing ASMR before it was cool. <laughs> yep. There you go. All right. Good choice, Aaron. I didn't mind that song at all. I'm not. Actually. You know what? I, I was telling Aaron uh, at Name That Tune one time. I, I, I did a uh, little dive into uh, Captain Beefheart. And uh, thankfully, uh, my wife said it only lasted about an hour. Because <laughs> what I'll do is I'll, I'll get really hooked on a band for like a week, and then I'll just bring it up on our Apple TV on YouTube and just hit play and let it go. And so I burn my wife out on music all the time. Yeah, that can happen. Mm-hmm. You know, you just play stuff over and over and over, and like Pilar will be like, how long are you going to listen to uh, Billy Joel? I'm right. like, I don't know. I'm on a Billy Joel kick. She's like, yeah, but it's been every day for like, over a week, I'm like, yeah, he's got a lot of songs. She's like, yeah, but it's 2022 and you're listening to <laughs> Billy Joel. I'm like, I know, 
but he hasn't made new music since the 90s. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm just re, uh, I'm getting into it again. Yeah. Unfortunately, I keep going back to like the Grateful Dead and stuff like that and Morrissey and it drives my wife crazy. Jam bands and whiners. Yeah. All right. Here's a guy. Who's here's this? A, here's a new guy. Ken Papalardo. I don't know Ken. Hey, Ken. Let me tell you. It's P-A-P-P-A-L-A-R-D-O. Ken Papalardo. Oh, is Ken? he a paisan, you think? Nah. No? Okay. Nah, what Brit. Is that? He's is a Brit, right? Is he a Brit? I don't know. Let's Irish. Sounds Irish to Let's me. Let's find out. Hello, Pat and Rock Solid listeners. This is Ken Papalardo. I'm a fairly new Patreon subscriber. He sounds like he's a made man. <laughs> he is that voice. Hey, as an Italian from New Jersey, I have to say the mafia does not exist. We can't make fun of him because he, he has my phone number and he has my address. <laughs> okay, I'm going to take that from the top. So, uh, apologies, Ken. Apologies. Hello, Pat and Rock Solid listeners. This is Ken Papalardo. I'm a fairly new Patreon subscriber, but a longtime listener. Pat, you were even kind enough to play some of my home recorded music as Mount 1009 on your podcast once and gave me a fairly kind review outside of some production complaints, which I cannot disagree with at all. I'm going to send anyway, a couple guys up, over to talk to you about you. it. Yeah. My favorite band was Cheap Trick. Yes. I still love them, but a few years later, another band joined the mix, and that was The Replacements. Oh, yes. referred to by their diehards as The Mats which I did send you an email a while back to help explain the origin of that nickname. Anyway, the song that I chose is from the fantastic album Pleased to Meet Me and could be on a future title fight episode since it shares a name with the Neil Diamond pen song popularized by UB40. Porcupine Pie. Red Red Wine. No, damn it, damn it. Red Start Red it anywhere you like, because it's all great. All right. Thanks. I love this song. I love this album. on the replacements you're so so on them right i, I, I haven't uh, i haven't listened to the music uh, enough i again okay. that's another group i bought a box set just like that yeah with all the replacements <clears throat> music in and i did an episode with uh, carly anderson so i listened to everything but it just hasn't um it hasn't struck you uh, yet i gotta i gotta listen more and, yeah. and it's that's where when am i gonna find the time same with the band sloan everyone's like you would love sloan oh and i, I just, thought you were a sloan fan uh, no, a lot of people are trying to get you me. like Rooney. I love Rooney. I get Rooney and Sloan confused. Yeah. People okay. are trying to get me to be a Sloan fan. I, I just can't, I'm just not into it yet. I don't yeah. know. But, um, Ken Parpolardo, he kind of forced a, uh, a title fight because he talked about Neil Diamond All right. and Red Red Wine. So here we go. Vanilla soup. A double scoop, please. Very good. Ken. Still like it better than that ugly kid Joe song. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. Ken, nice to meet you, buddy. I wonder where he's from. Papalardo. Where is he? Did you, you know say Ohio? From? I don't think he's. No, that was where the other guy's from. I, I don't just think assume he's everyone's Ohio. I'm big in Ohio. Oh yeah. Yeah. 
Like if I was going to do a live show, probably be in Ohio. Well, isn't that where the aforementioned Carly Anderson lives? I mean, she used to live. I think she was from there originally. Oh, okay. She lives in Denver, Colorado. Oh, I knew that. All right. Yeah, you knew that. Don't be a dummy. <laughs> I, can't, I can't promise anything. <laughs> this guy can guarantee neither one of us like this dude. By the way, I'm sure Carly is really excited that you told everybody where she lived. <laughs> I think she knows because when she participates in these, okay. she says, this is, you know, Carly from uh, Denver. Okay. Uh, I know for a fact neither one of us like this next guy. Oh, all right. Hello, Solid Rockers. It's David Festini here. And my choice for the food episode Uh. is by a band who sucks. They didn't always (laughs) suck. In fact, back in 2007, I probably would have told you they were one of my current favorite bands. The band I'm talking about is Maroon 5. And unfortunately, about seven years later, they just became Adam Levine's backup band. Lucky for us, the old stuff still exists. And the song Kiwi, from It Won't Be Soon Before Long, has everything that made older Maroon 5 stuff great. It's got a super groove, the not-so-subtle Prince influences, and a guitar solo that just rips at the end. So I hope you enjoy it. And if you decide to go back and check out their earlier stuff, I recommend that too. Just remember, stay away from anything after 2014. It's a dumpster fire. As always, Pat, thanks for letting me be part of the show. Kind of funky. Yeah, yeah. Two things. Yeah. That is officially the second song I've ever heard by Maroon 5. I've yeah. heard a little bit of Moves Like Jagger. Yeah. And that. Did you say that, did you say Moobs? Mo- maybe. Moves, moves like moves, Jagger? Moves like Jagger. Adam Levine's really let himself go. He's got Moobs now. Or is it Moobs? Is it moves like Hagar? <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. It's moves like Jack, right? That's yeah. That's that's, yeah. yeah it's moves so I've like heard Jack. a little bit of that, and uh, I heard that I like this. Yeah, that was great. Fuck you, Festini, for making me like a Maroon Five song. Yeah, the only thing that I didn't like about it was it was done by Maroon Five. I know. Like I if know. he wouldn't have told me until the end, I would have been like, "Who's this great band?" Right. But then it was tainted. Yeah. I know. And I, and I, and I'm, I'm very immature at this. I decided I hated Maroon 5 even before yeah. I heard Moves Like Jagger because Adam Levine, it seems like such a toolbox. Such a douche. And one time I was working on a, a show on Universal and my buddy was directing a voice promo. That was okay. the one he was on, right? The voice or one of those X Factor, one yeah, of those. Yeah, he's on voice. I the think voice. The voice. Yeah. So I went, I went on set to kind of just check things out before sure. I had to be in the sure, writer's meeting. Sure, that's what you do. And uh, I'd say hi to my friends. Sure. And big shot. And oh, I shouldn't probably say this, but why not? Let's just say Adam wasn't happy to be there. Oh, to well, pro- to promote his own show. All right. Wonder why not? What? I didn't say anything. <laughs> okay. 
Oh, okay. He's an asshole. I didn't say that. I didn't. You didn't have to. Didn't I, I assumed. I didn't say that. You, you said that. Who would? Uh, Is it me? It's him. Are you Nathan Thurm? Yeah. I mean, uh, come on. I mean, I know that. Why well, would you say that? that? I mean, you're I mean, the one that said it. I didn't it. say that. You said that. You're the one that said it. I hope you. I would never say it. Because um, I think only you and I know the reference. I know. <laughs> uh, train or Maroon Five? Um, I'll take Train just so I can hope it fucking crashes and kills me. I met uh, I met Pat uh, Monahan and he was extremely nice. Okay, that's good yeah. to hear. David Wilde introduced me to him. I he was extremely nice. Super skinny. Yeah. Like his legs were so thin. Like he had tight black jeans on and his uh, I don't know why my eyes went straight to Pat Monahan's jeans, mm-hmm. but his I, I could his legs were like they were like toothpicks. Like he was so skinny. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. Honestly, I don't have an opinion on Train. I don't I don't know enough about them. I've heard their hits. I'm fine with them. I don't listen to them. I got nothing against Train. I I don't like Maroon 5. Here's a little bit of Train. A little bit of Train. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they get shit on, but I don't don't know why. Yeah, Kyle loves them. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, how is Kyle? I haven't talked to him in a while. Kyle's good. He's good. He's going to be here, I think, in September. We're going to go see him. We have Iron Maiden tickets. Oh, is he bringing Morticia Adams with him? Uh, hmm. I don't know if that's a compliment. It is. Morticia. Oh yeah, Morticia's hot. Oh, I usually call her Wednesday. I'm sorry, Wednesday Adams. Wednesday. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. A child, a little kid. Well, she was young when I met her. <laughs> okay, she's married now, and it's his wife. Well, I, it's fine. I'm not hitting on her. <laughs> okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Bite, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This next one coming up, I was debating whether to play this or not. Okay. And he even said in his intro that if I didn't want to include this, I didn't have to. Okay. And um, let's let it play out and then we'll talk about it after. Do I know this person? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. You might know the name. I've seen it on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Hey, Pat. It's Craig Trombley from Ontario, Canada. Uh, I know you're doing an episode about food or drink, and for some reason I chose a song about drugs, which, I mean, <laughs> I like you can ingest a lot of them, and they have calories, so technically I think it sort of counts under food, um, but I don't advocate them at all, um, unless you're talking about maybe caffeine or alcohol in moderation, maybe something that's properly prescribed, um, or maybe if they're legal in your state or province, but other than that, they're, they're bad, bad, bad. So just stay away. But this song is, uh, is pretty good and it's drugs in my pocket by the monks. Thanks. Bye. Production is fantastic. I like, I'm not familiar with this band at all. No, me neither. I'm in. I love this. I do love it, too. Really 
1979. The artist is the Monks. Where they? Do you have any info on them? Do you know where they're out of? Or are they Canadian? I assume they're Canadian. Uh, this gentleman is from Ontario. Well, they sounded, they were singing like with a Cockney accent. So I would assume they're from the UK. It could have been uh, fake. Could have been fake. True. Or they could have moved to Canada. That's true too. Now, Craig, I, I'm planning later in the year to do a, a drinking and drugging <laughs> episode. Songs <laughs> about drinks and drugs. You're going to have Siegel so, on that one, right? The snowman. Uh, oh my God. But I, I, I assume when I do that show, uh, Craig Trombley will send me cherry pie by warrant. <laughs> uh, the reason I, I was almost not going to play this is because we just lost someone to drugs this past weekend. We think. We think. We don't at know. At the time of this drugs. record, today is March 27th. So I was a little bit hesitant to to play it, but it it is a, it's a fun song. Well, I mean, it, it yeah, you can't. People, you can't stop people taking die, drugs. People die drugs every day. You know, that's you true. Can't, that's true. People know. do drive. And drugs let's be every honest. Day. Let's be honest. His disclaimer. I mean, that probably stopped a lot of people from doing drugs in his intro. That's true. You know, I was going to do drugs today, but then I heard that and I decided. Well, you not did to. do. You have your caffeine there, right? That's a drug. You can yeah. have a gummy tonight, right? No, they stole them. <laughs> you don't have any at home in a stash. Oh, I might. I have to check. Why are you driving with them? Why are they in your car? Because um, I, I ate them for sleeping. Right, so I you shouldn't take them when you're driving. Uh, okay, mom, I'm not. What I what I do? They're is, in your car. What I do is when I get to my car after a set, I eat it. So when I get home, it will start kicking in. I don't even think that's good to do. Well, no, because it takes like an hour to kick in. What if you're in Palm Springs? Well, I won't do it then. Okay. I'm talking local. All right. So by the so because what I've done is when I got home and I because you you remember after stand up your mind is buzzing you don't sleep. You know, the, oh, well, I don't know if you ever did well, but yeah. no, no, I went, I went, I went right to sleep in agony, <laughs> but you know, a lot of times your mind is spinning, you got the adrenaline going and I can't sleep. So if I get home and take it, then there's another hour I'm up. Yeah. So I, I have it timed to where if I, when I eat it, when I get in my car, I get home, it's starting to mellow me out and put me to sleep. Would you go back to your, like, if you were at a place for a week, would you go back to your room after a show and order a pizza and then eat the whole pizza? Oh, I've done that. As yeah. a matter of fact, I did that three weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, like that was like I'm like yeah, and and it wasn't like I'd order medium. I wasn't ordering a small. Sometimes a small isn't enough. Well, some also sometimes it's part of your pay. So well, that's true. So you want to get every ounce penny you can. You know, I I used to have. I don't know if I've talked about this before. I'm sure I have. I'm sure I have. Hold on. All right. Hold on. Just in case I talked about this before. Are you marking it? No. Who did that? Uh, Dave Becker did that. Oh, Dave Becker. That's great. Yeah, that's not bad, right? Um, so I used to, I, I had a an exercise bike mm -hmm. that was portable enough that it would go in the backseat oh, of my car. You've told us. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And I would take that. If I was at a place for a week mm -hmm. and- you know, usually there were like two double beds in a room sure. and I would put, I would set the bike up between the, the two beds and I would, uh, I would ride the bike every day while I watched TV, especially when you were like in Minnesota right. in the winter, you couldn't get out and do any exercise. Sure, no, so, that makes, yeah. Yeah. I loved it. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. No gyms though, huh? No, I mean, I didn't go to the gym. I mean, at that time. No, okay. No. All right. Cause I, I, you know, I go to the gym on the road, but that's a good idea. I've been taking a yeah. jump rope with me. That's good. But you know, it's funny is like, I knew like when I went on the road last week. So you can weekend, tie that jump rope around, around my neck. Around just, the neck. <sighs> yeah. And go into the shower but after your set. I knew like I did. Don't a, do drugs. <laughs> I did a run that like most of this run got canceled. So I was only down to two nights at this uh, casino 
and it wasn't a big money gig. Okay. So I wanted to just save money. So I'm like, I'll just eat. I eat once a day anyway. So like, yeah. I'll just eat at the club tonight. So I knew, like, I didn't eat all day because I knew mm. I was going to eat shitty bar food. So that's when I could kill that. That's when I killed what that pizza you, at midnight. What do you eat uh, at the bar when you're a vegetarian? <sighs> you're fucking, you're, you Potato know. skins? Yeah, I had potato skins that same weekend, but I had to order them without bacon and all yeah. that other shit and make sure it happened. Cheese, though. You eat cheese? I Yes, I'm not a vegan. I'm vegetarian. Right. So, yeah. Chives, yeah. some chives. I, I love a chive. And then, uh, but yeah, you can't eat the wing. You get a pizza with no meat on it. And let me tell you, if they have it on their menu, you know I'm ordering porcupine pie. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had that queued up. Okay. <laughs> this is someone from across the pond. Here we uh -huh. go. Hello, Pat and the Rock Solid listeners. This is Ian Beresford over in Berrycon Tweed in Northeast England. Is that the lead singer of the Monks? My selection for the latest Patreon-curated episode, Food and Drink, is a song called Have a Cup of Tea by The Kinks. This song mm -hmm. was on their 1971 album, The Muswell Hillbillies. And being English, it's a logical choice because, as you know, tea is the cure for every <laughs> everything, basically, for us. Uh, it's a really great song, great sing-along. Hope everyone enjoys it. And thanks again, Pat, for the shows. Bye for now. Thank Have you, a Ian. cup of tea. Absolutely. I love tea. If you feel a little bit peeved, take rest and buy potion for any old cough for wheeze. It's a cure for hepatitis. It's a cure for chronic insomnia. It's a cure for tonsillitis and for water. I don't think you can find a more British song than that. The Kinks are way more British than any of the other British invasion bands. Well, because they'll sing about just stuff like that. And having a cup of tea. Dude, they got like, you always forget. Didn't, wasn't their first album out in like 62 or something ridiculously early like that? Um, I would have to look it up. I look thought it, it was up. still okay. Oh, I'll look it up. No, no, no. I got it right here. I got it right here okay. in the playlist. Don't even, don't even attempt to. All right. To be quicker, you know. But this thing, you know, I love their song. Crumpet is a great song, and then they have a song called Biscuit. Mm. I love that. How about the B side, Thames? Cup of tea. Uh, the no, the first Kinks album, just called Kinks, came out in 1964. Oh, okay, that's still pretty early. 58 years. Yeah, yeah. My age came out when I was born. I was born. The Kinks were born. Everything was born. Mm -hmm. Love the Kinks. I've met Ray Davies so many times after shows. He's so nice. Just, what happened to the talk between him and Dave a couple of years ago? They were supposed to get together. They, Did anything transpire? I think they. I think they made music. I think they're waiting for the right time. I don't know what the right white. I don't know what. Hi. Hello. I don't know what the right time is. Uh -huh. <laughs> but um, come on, guys. You're getting, yeah, you're getting up there. Let's do it. Definitely. Let's do it. Oh, no, I lost my playlist. There it is. Food and drink. All right, next up. I wonder what part of England up. he lives in. I like England. Uh, the part with tea. Mm -hmm. All right, this guy brings the rock. <clears throat> he always brings the rock. And I always say that with his intro so everyone knows it's Jerry Riggs. Hello, Rock Solid Nation. This is Jerry Riggs coming to you again from Columbus, Ohio. A lot of Ohio For this people. bonus yeah, episode, I, yeah. I chose a song from the band Government Mule. For those of you not familiar mm -hmm. with this band, Government Mule formed in 1994 as a side project of the Allman Brothers Band by guitarist Warren Haynes and bassist Alan Woody. 
In August of 2000, Alan Woody died of an apparent heroin overdose. After his death, the band considered breaking up, but instead, the remaining members recorded several songs with bass players that Alan had always admired. So many musicians wanted to participate that the band ended up recording two albums worth of material. The song I chose today comes from the second album in the series called The Deep End, Volume 2, and the song I chose is called Greasy Granny's Go For Gravy, Part 1. This song features Les Claypool from Primus on bass guitar and code lead vocals with Warren Haynes. Not quite sure what the song is about, but from the lyrics, it sounds like old Granny was cooking up some heroin herself. The lyrics mention she's cooking up gravy in a clawfoot tub, It'll shrivel up your pecker, make your nostrils sting, rot out your teeth, and make your left ear ring. Pat, I would suggest you and your listeners not try to recreate this recipe <laughs> during the upcoming holiday season or any time, as a matter of fact. Thanks, as always. You and your listeners take care. Thanks, Jerry. It is fun. <laughs> I want you to I want, on, you guys, I want you guys to go back, listen to the Almond Brothers, and then listen to Primus, and then figure out who came up with the title of this album, this right. song. That right. is Les Claypool all over it, man. I mean, look, where else are you going to hear Maroon 5, mm -hmm. Captain Beefheart, mm -hmm. Government Mule, mm -hmm. and the replacements all on the same show? And an anti-drug, uh, two anti-drug um, sentiments. Yep. Two it's like you have your own rock solid dare going. This is a radio station. I don't care what that rock in the suburbs is doing with their radio <laughs> station. We're programming it right now, baby. <laughs> um, in regard to the Foo Fighters. Okay. I guess we have to talk about it. Just real quick, real quick question. And as, as the time of this taping, Taylor died f Friday? Yeah, this is Sunday. Yeah, I was, I, was on, I was on stage. I texted you from the club, from the green room of the club. Yeah, you always text me the bad news. <laughs> <laughs> but you already already know. I do, because you know what? My phone was blowing up because okay. a ton of people texted me. So was mine. My phone was blowing up Rich too Richmond, on stage. Kyle, yeah. David Gutierrez. Uh, Schmitty, yeah. yeah. I, no, I, like, I got I got a text from um, Rich, a guy I grew up with. Dave Grohl texted me. I got um, what? Huh? Do you, is the band over? Is it a Led Zeppelin type of thing, like where John Bonham passed, and the band decides they can't go on without Taylor, or do they regroup in a couple weeks, continue to tour mm -hmm. as a way to heal? And so that the crew isn't out of work for the year. Because yeah. that's what Pete and Roger did of The Who. When Entwistle died, Pete said, well, we have to keep going because the crew is counting yeah. on it. He said, me and Roger and I don't need the money, but right. these people do. Right. And Pete's an asshole. So Pete's a, yeah, he's Pete's cranky. Pete's an asshole. Yeah. And Dave is, is not. like the nicest guy in rock and roll. But I mean, you gotta, you just... Dave and Taylor, from what I, I assume, I don't know Dave or Taylor, were just so tight and so such tight, good like brothers, friends. Like brothers. Yeah. Like, how do you, like, you know, I mean, it's going to knock him on his ass for a yeah, while, I, mean, I would Yeah, think. he's going to be wrecked for months. Yeah. I mean, just just seeing his post, you could you could feel the pain in his post and you could see the tears in his eyes. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's 
Think about, I was thinking about that it's the other day. It's happened twice now to him. But, but no. If you think about it, I mean, yeah, he had two band members died, but Chris Novoselic and, uh, 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 What's his face? Kurt Cobain. Kurt Cobain. I just made the gunshot thing in my head. You made a gunshot thing to your face. I couldn't remember his name. You know, they were best it's friends. a hell of a charade. They were, they were best friends. And then, you know, Dave wasn't, what was he, the third or fourth drummer in Nirvana? Yeah, yeah. So then his whole world implodes. And even though Taylor came in later, mm-hmm. he, he got all his rock and roll dreams with his best friend. Right. So how do you continue your dreams with your best friend? I mean, right. I, again, I'm just pontificating over here, but um, it's got to be fucking rough, man. And then what do you do? And then I thought, oh, are they going to call the drummer from Sunny Day Real Estate that he fired earlier? Maybe that guy would come in and just be like, you know what? I'm happy to be here. What about Nandi Bouchel? <laughs> I thought that for a minute too, but she's had her 15 minutes. I feel like if she was 18. Mm-hmm that wouldn't be like a stretch. It wouldn't be. It wouldn't be. Um, but yeah, so but, it's, 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 it's going to be an interesting thing. Um, I'm kind of leaning towards the, they just, they, they just hang it up, hang it up. As yeah. the, the Foo Fighters hang it up. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, you know, but I, I mean, know. let's say the Foo Fighters hang it up and Dave starts a new band. Mm-hmm. It's going to sound like the Foo Fighters, right? Well, yeah. I mean, Dave, Dave is the soul of that band. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. but where are you going to find, I mean, let's be honest, Dave, we established, Dave is not a dick, but where are you going to find like a a, a drummer like Taylor that Dave can go, you know what? I trust all my stuff and all my drumming because I'm one of the best drummers in rock and roll these days. I trust you to do this because that's what happened with the original drummer. He just wasn't doing what Dave wanted on the drums. Because Dave could, Dave can drum on in the studio. Yeah, Yeah. They just need a credible yeah, and that's drummer. and that's what they offered to the original drummer, and he's he bowed out, which I don't blame him for doing that. Kenny Aronoff, <laughs> mm. it's not a bad, it's not a bad suggestion. I mean, talk about a chameleon drummer who can fit any format. Yeah, that's not a bad. Get him on the phone. I mean, again, we're we're not uh, we're we're not trying to be disrespectful by talking about who replaces Taylor Hawkins. Right. We're just talking out loud about what might happen with the Foo Fighters. Right. And and it's, I don't know, maybe we're just older. And I remember, I even have a joke on my old album about um, rock stars doing drugs and how it's, you know, Your first you know, comedy album, was that Hello Dummy? Uh, it was my second comedy album. And no. Uh, what was your second comedy album called? Second comedy album, the Rusty Cow. The first one was uh, specifically for Sirius XM. And what that, was, that was is called, there a title? It was called Stick a Fork in It. Because it was all the material I was doing before I took a hiatus of several years. Did you think about calling it stick a fuck in it? No, not at all. Play on words? No, not at all. No? No. All right. Okay. Anyway, I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, what we're we talking about. Anyway, it's it sucks. It sucks that Taylor died. And I Oh, I thought you meant to stick a fork in it. No, it's it not great. <laughs> oh, it's not great. <laughs> <laughs> and for some reason, that's the one they play on Sirius XM the most. Now, why is that? I don't know. I don't understand Sirius XM at all. I don't understand why. Yeah, I don't understand it. Anyway, so it's a tragedy that Taylor died, and it sucks. And I don't even have that. You know, it just sucks. Yeah. All right. Here we go. All right. Moving right along. Get out the fuck out of this right now. I am not in the mood. I am not in the fucking mood. It's the only track I have in here. It's Stay at Home Dad. Uh, I am not in the mood to hear my voice right now. How do you think I feel? <laughs> How do you think the listeners feel? Like oh, fucking wake up, Murray. They can't stand it. I know. They, this is agony. They're way, they're they're just putting up with us so they can get 
to the listeners' picks. <laughs> Where's my playlist? I keep missing. Okay, here we go. This is uh, this is Tom Newerberg. He's an American hero, retired uh, firefighter, and uh, and pretty good golfer apparently. Pretty good golfer. Yeah, yeah. And he got thirty thousand steps in yesterday because he texted me. Are you guys tracking steps? I just started. I'm on a fifty-four day streak of ten thousand plus. But but Newerberg gets like I don't know what he's walking around the world. Oh, all right. I just started uh, counting steps. How many you got? Six. <laughs> no, I've been I've been averaging like fifteen thousand. That's pretty great. I also take an hour and a half walk almost every night. Yeah. Just to kind of clear my head, and so that really that that, that brings eleven thousand out of the gate. So boom. All right. Mm-hmm. Here's Newerberg. Oops, forgot to turn up the sound. Hold on, Tom. Calm down. I wonder what it's going to be. Is it going to be Thin Lizzy? He's a big Thin Lizzy fan. It's going to be Maiden. Any songs about food. It's going to be Maiden. I'm just thinking of his. He, although he loves Devil Pie. He loves like Band of Horses too. I think so. It could be anything. I like. I like his taste in music. It's across the spectrum, which I like. I don't even. Know. I'm. I'm reading the title of this song now. I don't even know how this relates. To, oh no, that's the album. Okay, I get it. Here we go. Hey folks, Tom Newerberg here. I think we can all admit the last four or five years have been pretty tough. We got a caller on the line, Murray. Let's uh, <laughs> let's go to the phones. Line three says uh, a guy named Tom Newerberg. Hi, Tom. How you doing? Hey, folks. Tom Newerberg here. Yeah. Hi, Tom. Good to see you. Well, not see you, but hear you. I think we can all admit the last four or five years have been pretty tough on all of us. Tom, are you going to get political with us? Because, you know, we're talking about music today on the show. And with the events of the world today... They don't seem to be getting much better. Tom, is this your manifesto? Uh, please, <laughs> Tom, are you with anyone? Is there anyone there that can help you? I'm having a rough morning. Well, I you know, know what I always say? I'm a glass half full kind of guy. Oh, whew. Oh, whew. And when God. life gives you lemons, you make lemonade. And when you have that glass half full, fill it with lemon juice. Because right now it seems like we're living in a lemon world. So here's Lemon World by The National. Thanks. So happy I was invited Give me a reason to get out of the city See you inside, watching swans on TV Living and dying in New York It means nothing to me I gave my heart to the army The only sentimental thing I could think of Cousins and cousins somewhere overseas But it'll take a better war to kill a college man Hey, we butchered Tom's intro, but I appreciate it, dude. I actually think we did a great job with Tom's intro. Well, I know, but still, it was a great sentiment on his point. Oh, Tom, by the way, if you're listening, have you ever checked out The Slow Show? It's a band I really like, and they're kind of similar to The National. The Slow Show? Mm Mm-hmm. They remind me a little bit of The National. Yeah, yeah. How many bands are there that we don't know of? Five. Here's the bands I know. You ready? Mm-hmm. Journey. Okay. Foreigner. Mm-hmm. Ario Speedwagon. Mm-hmm. Sticks. Okay. Heart. That's it? Those are the five bands I know. Okay. Um, you know, this guy, this is one of the few people that drove like many, many hours to see you perform in Ohio. These are the people I know who've come to see me perform. Okay. <laughs> one. Who is it? <laughs> I don't know. I know who you're talking about. Who, who am I this talking is, about? This is M-Bags. This is my homeboy. This is my musical crush. And uh, we call him, on the show, we call him Jagbag. Why do we call him Jagbag? I don't think he likes that at all. Well, that's not nice. He's a nice guy. Michael Backford. 
Michael Bagford. Hey, everybody. Mike Bagford here up in Urbana, Ohio. Um, my pick for this episode is by a group called UFO, one oh, of yeah. Pat's wife's favorite groups of all time. <laughs> Hates them. But it's from a great Latter-day album of theirs called You Are Here. It's a great album. And there was two songs that I could actually pick for in this episode. I decided to go with this one, even though Black Cold Coffee is a really good song, and she, you should go check it out. Uh, this one is entitled Jello Man. I do not think it's about Bill Cosby, so don't worry, folks. Bon Appetit. Give up the booze and take out the trash. Give up the nightlife and stop smoking at age. Give up the good sex, it's a heart attack. Surrender life, wrap it up in a sack. Hey, all dressed up in the king's new clothes. Jason Bonham on drums on this album. Oh, so this is recent. Uh, it was 2004. Jason stuck around for one album. Okay. That's not bad. I'm not a big UFO fan, but that's not bad. I don't know if he finished the tour either. Hmm. He didn't stick around long. I remember when I was taking my kid to a music class when he was like three. And, you know, they could, you know, like there were like two guitar players and they, they give the kids like shaker eggs and all that stuff. And. And so he, he enjoyed oh, hold it. Hold on a second, Murray. The, the phone lines are lighting up. Hey, folks. Tom Newberg here. Hey, Tom. Hey, Tom. Uh, you just called in earlier. Do you have something else to tell us? I think we can all admit the last four or five years have been pretty tough on all. All right, Tom. I think we covered this. We're going to go back to Murray's story. Thanks, though, for calling in. And feel free to call in uh, at a later date. Okay, go ahead, Murray. So you got... <laughs> So anyway, I take him to this class, and then one day I'm walking out, and the t- and like the two guitar players were in the back room, and they're wailing on a UFO song. But and I'm just like, and I watched them for a minute, and I'm like, oh, they had dreams. <laughs> and who? These are guys at Guitar Center. No, no, they're, they're the, the the kids, the school, the kid, like a, 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 a elementary class. You can bring your kids there oh, and okay, they learn okay, to play okay. music. And so these guys who moved to LA to be yeah fucking rock stars are teaching kids, and they're jamming a UFO. In the so, back. Yeah, so tough. I know. So tough. Dreams. Dreams. All right. This is uh, this is only our second female voice of the show, uh, if you don't count me. I don't see gender. <laughs> Here we go. Hi, Pat and Rock Solid listeners. Tammy McCarsky from Deep Here, Wisconsin. My pick for this episode is the 2020 release by Darius Rucker, Beers and Sunshine. Although I'm not a huge country music fan, I do enjoy Darius Rucker's voice, and when I hear it, it does take me back to the Hootie and the Blowfish years. This song has a laid-back, toe-tapping feel, and since I am currently spending time in Florida, enjoying both beers and sunshine, I felt it was an appropriate pick. Please start it around the 11-second mark. I will. Thanks, Pat, and enjoy. Beers and sunshine. Well, I ain't gonna work today. Just wanna sit around and play. Gonna hit balls off the dock Kick back in my flip-flops Don't owe nothing to the lender Nothing spinning in the blender The only thing on my agenda Is beers and sunshine Bonfires in summertime Back porch nights in South Carolina Ain't nothing finer than me And my girls dragging over a little lighter Cause everybody 
Ah, she's right. That brings me right back to the Hootie and the Blowfish year. <laughs> I wish uh, he would have rhymed uh, instead of saying, because it was blender and then agenda. I wish he would have said agenda. Agenda. I thought the same thing. I wish he would By the way, he didn't rhyme anything in that fucking first verse. Did you no, hear that? Made it work. It, uh, but you made, mm, did he? I think he did. <laughs> Let's hear some good time music of the same ilk. This one is about some drink and the drink is tequila. Sammy Hagar. I would imagine if it wasn't tequila, I figured it was this. This is Moss Tequila, which means more. More. Yes, he's sampling right? that. Yeah. Oh, Rock, is he sampling rock it? Rock and roll. He is sampling it? He's using it. Is he ripping it off? He's giving credit. Does he? Yes, he does. Okay. I wish you were drinking right now because we would both do a shot of tequila right now. Yep, still on the wagon. Um, that's Look not what I good. got right behind me. What do I got right there? You have way more alcohol than you need and you don't need any. <laughs> yeah. And we got, uh, Aaron Khan sent me a bottle of the Sammy Hagar beach bar rum for Christmas. Is Aaron Khan old enough to buy alcohol? I think he's, uh, I know. I think he's 15. Oh yeah. I don't think so. Maybe his mom bought it. Well, I don't know where he lives. There's loose alcohol uh, laws in some states. Jersey? He's from Jersey. He's from, he's from Jersey? He's from Jersey. How did Are you I from know, Jersey? I'm from Jersey. How did I not know he's from Jersey? I don't know. He's yeah, probably he's told me a hundred times. And I just don't remember. I have a bad memory. Yeah, him and Dave Festini have lunch like twice a week. Oh, good for them. I know Festini's uh, from uh, two towns over from where I grew up. From Jersey? From Jersey. God, I hated that character. I hated that Moss Tequila song. No one liked it. That was terrible. Does he literally give writing credit to whoever wrote rock and roll? Uh, I am. Uh, yes, I'm pretty sure. It's Gary Glitter, I think. But did he write it or? Hold on. Wait, we don't need to, we don't need to give Gary Glitter any publicity. No. Fuck no, that guy. we don't. It, it, I think it's Gary Glitter though, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm looking up. This is from the album Red Voodoo, of course. Mm-hmm. Moss Tequila, yeah, written by Gary Glitter, Sammy Hagar, and okay. Mike Leander. So yeah, he gives him okay, credit. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Sadly. I know, unfortunately. I think this came out before the the discovery, though. I don't know, dude. 1999? I think, I'm thinking early, mid-90s, right? I think no, he's been- then, well, then that was a little- uh, I could be wrong, don't- It was a little tone deaf then on Sammy's part. Okay. Not good. Uh, don't hold that to me. I could be wrong, but I, I think All it's right. earlier than that, because okay. I feel like that's- I've known that for a long time. All right. And we're going to play one more. I think this goes right in with uh, Beers and Sunshine, Moss Tequila, and then this song. I think these all are from the same, uh, cut from the same cloth. Is that a saying? I think that's a saying, yeah. All right. Here we go. Hey, Rock Solid Nation. Jeff Scoble from Detroit back again for another Patreon-supported episode. Hey, Jeff Scoble. It's a nice broad topic with a ton of music to choose from. So, rather than spend hours thinking about it, I went with my first impulse and picked Cheeseburger in Paradise from Jimmy I Buffett's was wondering who was going to pick it. Way to go, Jeff. Album, son of a son of a sailor. Yeah. I know he's not everybody's favorite artist, but I really enjoy his music and his fun, goofy lyrics. I can't listen to his stuff without smiling, and that's got to count for something, right? 
Take it from the top, and welcome back to the 70s. Hope everybody's staying safe, and as always, keep on rocking. I do like the hits. I like Jimmy Buffett's hits. Using bean patty in paradise, <laughs> black bean burger in paradise. Yeah. Hey, Jeff Scoble, uh, he watches for what it's worth, and you gave me an idea for a trivia question, Jeff. Thanks a lot. Oh, good job, Jeff. Thanks, Jeff's buddy. a good guy, likes he, to engage on the social media. I do, I like to engage with Jeff a lot on the social media. A lot, oh, a ton. Oh, that's good. Yeah, no, as a matter of fact, you, I apologize, like, I'm not on tweeting at him right now. Do you private chat? Do you private chat with him? DM him, mm-hmm. DPM, PM, <laughs> DPM. <laughs> So bad. I know it's terrible. I'm sorry, uh, Jeff. I'm sorry, Jeff. Shout out to David Harvey, who will be doing the artwork for this episode. And it made me think of that because this next <laughs> intro is from Kyle Hildreth, who does a lot of the artwork for the show. So that's Okerville, isn't it? Okerville art. How do you say it? Overkill. Over is it? Because the KYL I don't know is like Ky- for Kyle. What? Overkill. Yeah. I don't know if I Are you looking it up? I'm looking it Put up. Put his granddad glasses on. I know. Let me look it up. Dude, I was- I It's was at the, Oakleyville. I was at the comedy store last night, and the three people who went on before me were like 22. God, that's- <laughs> But are they funny? One girl was really funny. One girl- uh, I, Look her up. Sarah Weinshank, I think her name is. One girl was really funny. But it, you know, it, was, it was great. With it a was name fun. like Weinshank, you it better was, be. It was great. I had a good time. All right. Kyle Hildreth. Right. Over- Cloudy. Okerville. No, hey, hold on. Everybody. It's Kyle from the Woods of Western Mass. And for today's episode, the food and drink episode, I was going to try to skirt the topic a little bit and no. go with one of the classic Eat the Rich songs. No. You have Crocus with Out of the Palace and Into the Ditch. Good song. You have Aerosmith with The Only One Thing They're Very Good For. It's a good one. And of course, you have Motorhead with No Foolin', I Can See a Droolin'. I like them all. Nope. Instead, I decided to go down south, down to the hipster capital and state capital of Austin, Texas, to find Junior Brown. Oh, yeah. Now, Junior Brown, he is that country crooner, that rock and roll get-steel slinger, and the all-detergent voiceover spokesman. And on this track, he adds enough twang in it to make it a country song, but I'd say it moves fast enough and is loud enough to make it a definite rock and roll song. So here's Junior Brown with Catfish and Collard Greens. This guy's great. I didn't know food was going to be involved. I was nervous. Is this an instrumental? Uh, he sings. I don't know if this is an instrumental or not. Catfish and collard greens. Catfish and collard greens. But he's a fucking amazing guitar player. We'll talk about it after. He's fast. I got the right kind of woman, and she's a woman of my dreams. She's 
she's a special kind of woman Cause she knows a few special things Like cooking up a batch of loving And some catfish and collard greens She gets it going in the kitchen Oh, he faded it out for you? Yeah, he faded it out. Oh, look at you. Hey, my apologies. Hello, Rock Solidars. This is Kevin Clement from Baton Rouge, Louisiana, calling in about the food and drink episode. Uh, My pick is going to be the song Blueberry Hill. It's a very interesting song. It was actually published in 1940, composed by Vincent Rose, lyrics by Larry Stock and Al Lewis. It was actually recorded six times in 1940, including the Sammy K Orchestra, Gene Krupp. What's going on over here? I don't know what happened there. What happened to the intro? Oh, let's pause that. Hey, Wait a second. Wait the Jews and the one that is the most famous is the one that boys, even Little Richard, Strong, Gene Autry, the Beach Boys, even Little Richard. But the one that I'm going to choose and the one that is the most famous is the one that was recorded in 1956 by a uh, new Orleanian fats domino It's such a, a great song and hope everybody enjoys it. Thanks Pat. Bye. Found my thrill on Blueberry Hill. On Blueberry Hill. When I found you, the moon stood still. Reminds me of Richie Cunningham from Happy Days. He does my favorite version. Sorry about your uh, intro. I, I, my hands were not on the computer. It just glitched for a yeah, second. Yeah, and it went out of Kyle's right into it. It's crazy. Can we pause that for a second? Yeah. Uh, my apologies. First paused. of all, my apologies to Kyle for calling him Okerville. Yeah. My dyslexia, I guess, has kicked in for the last five now years. Now do you see how it is? It's clever. It's yeah, it's really cool. Well, he's, he's a talented guy. He does great art, and well, he, you know, he comes up with fun names. I mean, I mean yeah. Definitely. All right. Definitely. Junior Brown, though, dude. So... I, Mary worked on a movie down in Austin, so I'd go down every two weeks, and we lived in like a block from, I think it's the Colonial Club, the something right there, okay. and Junior Brown played every Sunday night, and I would go in and watch him, and he, he plays this funky hybrid dobro guitar with a wah-wah pedal, and it's fantastic, and if he's, his wife is his backup singer, and if they're fighting, it's even better. Oh, <laughs> and well, how he, would you know if they were fighting? Because they argue on stage. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, yeah, it's great. And he's a fun, crazy-ass guitar player, as you could hear. Look up some of his videos and watch him play. He's amazing. All right, I like and it. And my apologies to Kyle, dude. I'm sorry, bud. All right, let's move on. Let's see. If and we... then Blueberry Hill. Great song. When was the last time you sat down and listened to that? It's fucking great. From 1956. It's, fuck, it's great. And in headphones. Never. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for what it's worth, when's that come out? Uh, April 4th? Is that's that the today. Dro- that's, that's today. today. That's today. For what it's worth, it's featuring Pat Francis, Christy Stratton, and the aforementioned Dave Festini. We got a fun couple, really fun games on that one. I heard, and let, this is a rock solid exclusive. Is this the longest episode ever? We, ha- I wanted to kick off this episode with a fucking jam packed. This is, f- and I'm telling you, dude, 90 minutes. <laughs> it's not. 90 minutes but and i'm a i'm a look i'm a get in and get out kind of guy right. shorter the better yep. but i could i'm like i gotta let this whole thing roll i mean you christy and festini fucking brought it man it i'm not it might be my favorite episode 
It that. might be my favorite episode. After, if I were you, I would stop listening to this. No, don't do no, that. No, actually, you're, I think you're onto something. Stop, stop listening, listening to this. this. Take a break from this. Yeah, you got to take a break. Yeah, take a break. You, you listen to this later and go uh, go watch some. Uh, for, for what it's, it's worth. worth um, are, are you going to try to get Stephen Stills on the show? Oh, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I will. I'll reach out to him. If you don't have contact info, I believe I do. Okay. All right. That would be so fun, right? Is he the only writer of that song? I don't know. I'll look it up. I might get some Buffalo he sings Springfield. sings it. I'll, you know, I'll get some Buffalo Springfield in there. Maybe I'll get Neil. <laughs> Good. If you get Neil, that would be crazy. Dude, what if I, I get Stephen Stills, that'd be crazy. I think you could get Stephen Stills. I don't yeah? think you could get Neil. I don't reach... You know, I thought about reaching out to musicians to do it, but... Um, but they're stupid. No, I think... Fucking dumb. I think... I think... I th I don't know what I want to say. I know what I want to say, but I don't know if I want to say it. I think they might take it too seriously. Yeah. Because I've had some people in the music industry on my show, and they take they take it a little too seriously, and this is really all about fun. So I think musicians might take it too seriously. Yeah, there's no prizes. There's no, It's all, again, I, I, I was inspired right. by Comedy Central's At Midnight when I used to do that. Yeah. Like, it's it's all for fun, and the points don't count, and it's just fun. Yeah. And, it's, and the thing is, it's a comedy... I was building it as a music and comedy show, but it's really just comedy with a music tie-in. Yeah. So if you like comedy, come. If you what? like music, even better. When are you going to put your pitch deck together and take this thing out? It's being built right now, believe it or not. Holy crap. Who's doing it for you? Uh, a great editor named Susan Cooper, who I've worked with on several TV shows. I hooked her up with Ridiculousness, and she's been steadily employed for 11 years. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> and her nickname, Susie Boo? No, I'm not comfortable with that. This is Thomas Wallace. Thomas Wallace. It's hard to say. Mm -hmm. Thomas, Thomas Wallace. Wallace. You're going to like his song. I like it. Hey, Pat. This is Thomas Wallace in Florence, Alabama, right outside Muscle Shoals. Oh. For this Wait a minute. What? Is this Tony Greathouse doing a character? <laughs> it's not. It's Thomas Wallace. Here it is. Hey, Pat. This is Thomas Wallace in Florence, Alabama, right outside Muscle Shoals. For this curated episode, Food and Drink, I thought I'd dig deep into the catalog of songs recorded in Muscle Shoals that fit the category. Uh, Brown Sugar by the Rolling Stones comes to mind, but that's a little too obvious. And, and also the cover that Steven Tyler did a few years back of the same song. Uh, I found an Archie's cover by Wilson Pickett, a demo uh, by Otis Redding, songs by Jimmy Buffett, John Prine, and there's a real seagull stinkeroo called Was Dog a Donut by Cat Stevens. But none of that sounded right. So we're just going to go with a classic One Bad Apple by the Osmonds from the album Osmonds. This song features several Muscle Shoals players on it. Uh, Bob Ray is on bass. Bobby. This is after David Hood and, and the other Swampers left to open their own studio. So this was recorded at Fame by Rick Hall with Bob Ray on bass. Got Travis Womack on guitar, Harvey Thompson on saxophone, Jack Peck on trumpet, several others. So Pat, just pick the song up at the very beginning if you'd like. And thank you for letting us contribute. Thank you, Thomas. I loved everything about that intro. Yeah. Yeah. I 
fun base. Seriously. But you're afraid that if you give in, someone else will come along and suck it to you again. One bad apple don't spoil the whole bunch, girl. Oh, give it one more try before you give up on love. One bad apple don't spoil the whole bunch, girl. Oh, I don't care what they say. I don't care what you heard. I mean... When Donny Osmond comes in, it is such a Jackson 5 rebuttal. I was, it's just so <laughs> Well, even ridiculous. the bass is a Jack. I'm wondering if, I don't know, I'm not familiar with the, the Muscle Shoals um, he's, uh, er, uh, recording uh, people down there. And yeah. the Great House is really into that. And this gentleman is also. So I'm wondering if there's any crossover in musicians or writers in that. Because that was a fucking Jackson's ripoff I know. by long shot. Except, like, I don't even know who was first, Osmond's or Jackson's. Oh, I believe the Jackson okay. 5 were. Okay. But... Um, I mean, even that bass you you brought out was totally. Uh, I, I want you back. You know? I know, very cool though. Yeah, yeah, I liked it. But yeah, it's a fucking. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think you're gonna like this next one for sure. Okay, here we go. Hi, Rock Solid World. This is Nick Robertson from Dundee in Scotland. Uh, here with my is pick that the lead for singer a song of the monks? With food or drink in the title. No, no, it's not. That's not the lead singer of the monks. That is Nick Robertson okay. from Scotland. Take it from the top. Hi Rock Solid World, this is Nick Robertson from Dundee in Scotland, uh, here with my pick for a song with food or drink. Oh, hold on a second, we get, get the phone lines lighting up. Yeah, uh, caller, you're on? Hey folks, Tom Newberg here. Yeah, Tom, I'm sure. sorry, no, Tom, I'm sorry, guys, could you at least block the number on this guy? Why is it How's Pol- he getting through? Why isn't Pilar screening the calls like we asked How him to does do? he keep getting through? What do I pay the interns for? This is why I need Kyle back. All right, take it from the top, top of the talk. Take it from the TikTok, from the top of the tip, Nick Robertson. <laughs> Hi, Rock Solid World. This is Nick Robertson from Dundee in Scotland. Uh, here with my pick for a song with food or drink in the title. I wanted to find a track by Paul Weller, who's one of my favourite artists. I've been listening to his music since I was 10 years old. Uh, loved it all from the jam, the style council, through to all of his solo work. Uh, think he's the artist I've seen most times live, nine times now. Uh, big fan, he's a huge icon in the UK, and, well, my wife even thinks I've got a little bit of a man crush on him, but there you go. So I was struggling to think of one of his songs with an obvious food or drink connection, but I had a eureka moment this morning when I was having my tea and toast. The bread had sunflower seeds in it. So my pick is one of my top Weller tunes. It's the opening track from his 1993 album called Wildwood, and the track is called Sunflower. I hope everybody enjoys the track and rock on.
I would have never guessed that was Paul Weller. I remember that song. I don't. I'm not that familiar with Paul Weller's solo stuff, but I remember that song. And, it, and I, I learned. I learned something today. Yeah. I learned that uh, in Scotland you eat sunflowers. Well, I think he said sunflower seeds. Oh, I thought it was just sunflower. Well, the song's sunflower, but he I, he was eating sunflower seeds. I don't. I didn't get the email on what you're supposed to, but I thought it was supposed to be food and drink, and you don't eat sunflowers. Now, this next intro, I really learned something from this one. Okay. Wait till you hear this. I had no idea. Wait till you hear it. Here we go. You're going to learn a couple things, actually. All right. I'm, I got my pen and paper. The learning is twofold on this one. Okay. Here we go. Hello, Pat and all of the Rock Solid listeners. This is Mike Markle from Pennsylvania. My song is Green River by Creedence Clearwater Revival. John Fogarty wrote the song about a vacation spot in Winters, California that his family would go to every summer. The name of the song is taken from a bright green lime-flavored soft drink called Green River. As a child, John would go to his local drugstore soda fountain and see bottles of soda pop syrup that were used to make the different flavors of soda. He noticed one called Green River and tried it, and it became his favorite flavor. On a side note, John Fogarty noticed that parts of the song Long Cool Woman by the Hollies sounded a lot like Green River, and he filed a plagiarism suit and won half of the proceeds from the song. I listened to both songs today, and to my ears, yeah, I, I can hear it. Wow, I didn't know Also, that. Pat, I've been listening to Rock Solid for about seven or eight years now. I'm sorry. And I can't remember ever hearing a Creedence Clearwater Revival song being played on Rock Solid. I think we so did. This may be a first. I don't know. I could be wrong. Take care, everybody. Eight years ago, we did one. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Perfect. It's a great fucking song, though, dude. It's about soda. Oh, I love this so much. Yeah. Maybe we do a CCR episode. I'd love to. I'd love to. Get ready. Bass right here, I love. Oh, next time. <laughs> I think he had a lawsuit. Yeah, yeah, I never put two and two together, did this? Yeah, I can hear it. Even kind of singing like, yeah. Damn it! I love the rock solid listeners, man. I lo- I'm always learning something. I know right? I, they always they they're one they're one of us. They love music. I mean, I I I shit on the ugly kid joke, but I don't I don't fault him for loving that music. Like people, the people love music, and I love it. And I always learn something when I do this. For a second there, I thought you called one of our listeners named Joe an ugly kid. That's what I thought was going on. Well, I'm sure there are a few. But anyway, anyway, he ended up being sued for plagiarizing himself, right? Yes. Yeah. It yeah. was um. He, uh, it was, uh, the old man down the road. He sounded like Green River. Sounded like Run Through the Jungle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
And it so did. So crazy. So crazy. And the guy who owned the rights to Run Through the Jungle, uh, Saul Zant, I think was his name. Is that, is that, I thought it was just a record. I thought that was a record executive. I didn't know that was. No, but he bought the catalog. Okay. Saul Zantz. He's a movie producer, actually. Okay. So Zant. all right. I thought Zantz was uh, the label owner. I didn't realize it was the. the, So whatever. He owned the music so he could see. What a, and he lost that suit. Fucking Fucking biting. I hate people, man. (laughs) But I love the rock solid listeners, man. He also had a song on his center field album called Zantz Can't Dance. Yeah, yeah. But it'll steal your money. Yeah, yeah. And he had to change it. After it was released, they had to recall them, and he changed it to Vance Can't Dance. Right, I remember that. I remember that. It's ridiculous. This song Zance sounds like an asshole. Mm-hmm. You know who's uh, playing drums for him now? Uh, the soon-to-be Foo Fighters drummer, Kenny, Kenny Aronoff. Aronoff. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. saw I saw John Fogarty open for John Cougar Mellencamp at the Hollywood Bowl. This is like, I don't know, 15 years ago. Amazing, amazing show, Double Bill. And Kenny was no longer with John, but he was with, he was no longer with, Cougar, right? But he was with Fogey, um, and uh, Mellencamp's drummer was not good. Did he, he didn't even come in and sit in with Mellencamp. No, because he wasn't with him anymore. Just, just like, hey, this is kind of cool. No, that would be fun. And no, Mellencamp, they were, a they did pud. a whole tour together. Yeah, right. Mellencamp, but Mellencamp's drummer was not. Of course not. Aronoff's one of the best. Yeah, I don't know how you get rid of him ever, dude. I went through a John Fogerty rabbit hole the other night and what he played. Who will stop the rain on acoustic guitar on Conan O'Brien show mm-hmm. on the couch. Wow. Fucking great. Fucking great. I think it was He'll Stop the Rain. It was one of those, but it was fucking great. The guy's so good, man. I should try to see if I can get him on the show. Yeah, I think he lives out here. He does. Um, I, I flew to New Orleans. Hey, Murray, you're telling a story. I flew to New Orleans during Jazz Fest, and Kenny was on there, and like 37 musicians were on there. And, on the plane. On the plane. I'm like, if this plane goes down, Jazz Fest is over. <laughs> like, yeah. There is nothing. And then I met the the bass player from White Lion, who's playing with John Fogarty now. James Lomenzo? Yeah, yeah. I have his I have his number. I wanted to get him. I have his number. I was supposed to get him on my old podcast, but I forgot. Nice. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. All right, we got... I don't know, maybe six songs or so left. Here we go. Hey, Pat. That's all the rock solid listeners tuning in around the world. This is Steve Perry from Sydney, Australia, with my first contribution for the year. The song that I've selected is Coffee and TV by Blur, off their 1999 album 13. The song was written by Graham Coxon, and it uh, describes his struggle with alcoholism. It was, he also sung the lead vocals rather than front man Damon Albarn. So, hope everybody is well out there. Here is Blur with Coffee and TV. Do you feel like a chain Yeah. 
cornbread. Damn. Excellent. That's great. I love that. <laughs> I, I was going to fade it down, and I'm like, oh, let me do this. Let me do this stupidness. Uh, Blur never took off over here, man. No. They never really did. I, I, from, I don't know much about Blur. I know they had that big rivalry between them and Oasis. I've always been a big Oasis fan. But yeah. everything I've lear- heard of Blur, I like. I just never really took the time. Yeah, I've always known the name Blur, but not the music. And I like Damon Albarn stuff. I think he was in The uh, the Good, The Bad, and The Queen, I think. That's and, the name uh, of a band, The Good, The Bad, and The Queen? Yeah, yeah. I think that was Damon Albarn. But I also know he's The Gorillas, right? Am I just, I'm sorry. This is music of modern day. Sorry, buddy. I didn't. Is this current music? Yeah, I'm Rita sorry, Rita loves buddy. gorillas. Is that the cartoon band? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I think that I could be wrong. I got to look this up and now I'm going to be wrong on all the things. You look it up and I'll play okay. this. Hi, Pat and Rockside listeners. This is Michael Mariano from Hilburn, New York. I am glad to be doing a curated episode again. I think these are fun. I thought the topic this time was fun, food and drink. I looked through quite a few lists of songs that related to food and drinks. There was a lot of good possibilities there. I wanted to actually do 10 or 12 of them, but decided (laughs) on something from when I was uh, first getting into music, when I was still fairly young. Steve Miller Band from Fly Like an Eagle, Nice. Wild Mountain Honey. If you start it at 22 seconds, we'll be past the intro and we'll get, uh, you know, some of the uh, lyrics in there. All right. Thanks. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to add that uh, I, uh, once again, I uh, got Steve Miller's autograph at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction Mm -hmm. the night he was inducted and he signed my vinyl copy of uh, Fly Like an Eagle. Nice. He was upset because I had a black Sharpie and most of the album cover is black. Well, that's on you, bud. It is on me. It is on me. I remember, man, he was hesitating. Mm -hmm. Like I asked him and he said yes. And then he was really hesitating. Mm -hmm. He was holding it and he was just hesitating. And so I like lean into him and I'm like, do you not want to sign this? Mm-hmm. He's like, the whole album covered black. I'm just trying to find it. <laughs> so he like just signed it on the white shirt mm-hmm. of the arm. But uh, he took the time. Nice. I have a story to repeat. Okay. A week Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on a second. You can't repeat a story without. Murray. About a week after the induction, I was performing at a casino where he was performing. Okay. And so I went in and I caught like the four, last four songs of his show. Mm -hmm. And they were all hits, obviously. Right. And so the next morning I'm down getting coffee and who fucking walks by to his car? Steve Miller. Steve Miller. And I'm and I'm there with the opener. With the band? Or was it the no, Steve Miller his, band or just Steve Miller? It was Steve Miller with his probably his wife. Okay. Uh, and I'm just like, 
I'll be right back. <laughs> like, you go out? Up, ran after him, and I walked with him all the way out to the all the way out to the car. And of course, I had to open with, "Hey, man, I'm performing here. Also, I'm the comedian." In the sure, club. you do. You gotta, like, you gotta, you gotta got, be. You gotta, you gotta make it sound like you're a peer. Right, right. You know, they used to call me uh, Murray Guitar Valeriano, like they used to call him Steve Guitar. Uh, so you know, and we talked about the Rock Hall, and I'm like, you know, I, I get, I, I, I. I, I with you on it I, I you know the induction and all that and he's like yeah you know we talked he's like a few of my friends are comedians and all that and i walked with him out and it was a great guy That's he, was great. A, he yeah, talked yeah. to me all the way out. i'm like i'm sorry to bug you i know it's fucking early in the morning and then i go back and uh my opener that weekend was black and he comes back and he goes you fucking white people <laughs> he'll chase down anybody who plays yeah. guitar <laughs> yeah we will we will uh so yeah if my story sounds like it's cranky he was cranky he was not he was just right. trying to make it the best experience possible. He, that last four or five songs, he was fun. He was yeah. like, all right, one more. Yeah, we saw And then we, he's like, all right, one more. And I kind of wished he did that through the whole show. Yeah. <laughs> but Yeah, he didn't, he was not thrilled with the Black Keys at all that night. Well, I don't, I don't blame him for not being thrilled. I don't blame the Black Keys for doing it. No. I blame the Hall because they were trying, well, they were trying to get the fucking young people. Right. And I don't shit on the Black Keys for like, it. Like, Boz Skaggs should have inducted him because Boz Skaggs was in Steve Miller's band. Right. That would make who, perfect sense. Who under 30, even if that, gives a shit about Boz Skaggs? Outside I like Boz Skaggs. Rain begins, I like Boz Skaggs. And it may never end. He did a bunch of shit stuff in Muscle Shoals, I believe. That was my Boz Skaggs impression. It sounded like he was in the room. Little Mr. Bowdown, that's such a great. Oh, that's such a great song. Little Lowdown. Oh, he's got. Oh, what's that other one? I love. I forget. Joe, Joey, not Joe. Jojo, Jojo, Jojo. So good, man. So it's so crazy. He's from Dallas. You would think he was from like Chicago or or you know like the Lower East Side or something, but he's from fucking Dallas. I should get him on the show, but you just told me no one cares about. Him, so I under shouldn't. 30 and nobody under 30 listens to this show that's true <laughs> hey this is a great segue into the song i brought oh okay terrible song I mixed up the batter and she licked off the beater. Are you kidding me? For the record, that is not me? the song I brought. <laughs> Why would you bring that, Murray? I didn't bring that song. I didn't bring that song. All right. You want to do the, uh, the, is that what we're doing? Yeah, please. Cause it goes off of the Steve Miller. Yeah. Cause they both have honey in the title. Uh -huh. Lift, licked off the honey and this is you two with wild honey off of all that you can't leave behind. In the
cut from All That You Can't Leave Behind. Yeah. A song that often gets forgotten amongst the popular songs yeah, on definitely. that album, but I, it's a great song. When I w- My brother Greg is a uh, big U2 fan like myself, and when I went to his wedding, um, it was in Montana, like in the middle of like um, Billings, like out in a field and like a wooden church, you know? And, uh, and so like at the end of the wedding reception, you know, everybody, like the party's over, there's probably about 25 stragglers, the ties are loose mm-hmm. and everybody's sweaty and a little drunk. Yeah. And we're all just kind of just winding down and the DJ plays this song and this like three-year-old girl, like the ring bearer, just this three-year-old, she was the only one on the dance floor. Flower girl, maybe? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Flower Girl, and she was just twirling and dancing to the song all by herself for the whole time. It was so cute. That's man. wonderful. It was so that cute. That would make a video right there. Absolutely. Now, Gus in the booth is telling me that we have one of the biggest U2 fans of all time on the phone. So let's check in. Yeah, give me line number six, please. Hey, folks, Tom Newberg here. <laughs> no, 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 no. Tom, please, please. No. It's got to end. Gus, screen these calls. All right, moving on. Oh, this is a fun tune. This is a good one. Uh, this gentleman just hosted uh, an episode with me a couple... Uh, why am I stuttering? Why can't I talk? Hey this there. gentleman... Hello. Let's get Tom Go, back on the phone. Tom, this guy co-hosted an episode called PA Rocks. He's from Pennsylvania. This is George Worley. Hi, Pat. George Worley from Pennsylvania here. For the Patreon episode about songs with food or drink in the title... I picked TV Dinners by ZZ Top oh, yeah. from their breakout 1983 <laughs> album, Eliminator. This song was surprisingly the third single release from this smash album after Gimme All Your Lovin' and Sharp Dressed Man, and for some reason before Legs. But it failed to reach any mainstream chart success, although the video is an early MTV staple. I remember eating Swanson frozen meals from time <laughs> to time growing up in the 70s and 80s, and the original TV dinner tray is even in the Smithsonian. So that says something about how popular these meals were at one time in this country. Pat, I know this pick isn't exactly a specific food or drink, but please play ZZ Top's TV dinners. And thanks again for letting the listeners contribute. It's not a bad song. No, it's that not. video was awful. <laughs> but it's not a bad song. How would how did how did that become their third? I know before legs or, or was under. Uh, she got me under pressure. Was that even a single? Yeah, I don't know if it was. It, I feel like it was. It's a fucking great song. I remember I requested it in my junior high dance, and they got to she like swips and changes. I was like, <laughs> nope, sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Larry, please report to the office. <laughs> uh, New ZZ Top album coming out in a couple months. Uh, did Dusty make it? Or I don't know if Dusty's on the album or okay. not. Maybe he's on a couple tracks, but that was one of my. That was one. maybe my second concert. Yeah, I went. I mean, we had no idea that he was going to pass, but I really want to see them. Yeah, I, I've I never lo- seen them. I didn't until 
I went again. I went down. To, I they were one of my bands of the week. Yeah, <laughs> and and I never. And my wife pointed out to me. They're like, yeah, they're just a they're a they're a choreographed band. They're a they. I forgot all their choreography. Yeah, in live shows, and yeah. it's so subtle too. Yep. It's not like the Jacksons or anything. Yeah, or Madonna or Madonna, but it's such subtle, cool choreography. I it love is. It. I love it. They're cool. Um, remember a real TV dinner like they were tin foil mm-hmm. in a tin foil pan, and you did them in the oven, mm-hmm. and they were. You fucking burn your mouth if you tried to eat it too quickly. <laughs> and you had to roll over one side to get the apple crumble. Yeah, crispy. so it would steam up. Yeah, and, yeah. And I remember like we would we would like beg our mom to buy TV dinners because right. we thought it was like a fun treat. Sure. And really, it's probably so shitty, right? Oh, it's probably just the worst process. Worst processed Salisbury food. steak, corn, right. mashed potatoes, and a some sort of apple, apple or blueberry. I think there was a blueberry Maybe something cranberry in there. Cranberry yeah. thingy in there. Yeah. All right. Wash it down with a tang. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, what kind of tang? The poon. <laughs> Why? So Why did stupid. you do that? Why did Why you, did you say it? Why, Why did, did you, you say it? up for that? Why you could have said I'm not saying that, <laughs> and then I would have said it. <laughs> I can't. Why did you do that? <laughs> You're so stupid. You're <laughs> old man. You said me up. <laughs> year old man had heart said, surgery. You said me You up. would think the baboon heart in your chest would tell you not to do <laughs> you that. Can't, you can't lob it, and I can't not take a swing. <laughs> it's unbelievable. <laughs> You're an idiot. Here we go. Here we go. Hello, rock solid people. This is Darren from Adelaide in Australia. This is my bit for the food and drink episode of the Rock Solid Podcast. Uh, I had to keep it local again, because Crowded House is an Australian group. Kind of, sort of. Uh, going to go with Chocolate Cake from their third album, Woodface. One of the best albums ever made. Uh, the band doesn't really regard this song a lot, because it kind of bombed them in the States. Uh, apparently they didn't think America would uh, get the humour or something like that. Anyway, their loss. The rest of the world's gain. This is Chocolate Cake Crater House. Pat, take it from the top. Rock on. Not everyone in New York with Pacey and Lloyd Webber. May his trousers fall down as he bows to the Queen and the Crown. I don't know what tune that the orchestra played, but it went by me, sickly sentimental. Can I have another piece of chocolate cake? Tammy Baker's got a lot on her plate. Can I buy another deep Picasso face? Well, this was released in 1991, and that's when grunge came in and ruined music. Mm-hmm. I remember I, I didn't like this album when it first came out, but it grew on me over the years. Wood, this is off Woodface, right? Yeah, Darren says it's one of the best albums of all time. Well, in Australia. Oh. They tanked it in America, oh. he said. Oh. Yeah. And what, uh, did, what didn't some... Who mentioned... Somebody mentioned cake, birthday cake. Or right the beginning, cake. Carrie Scott said that was going to be one of her choices. Oh, right. And then she went with an iceberg song, which we don't eat. Right. Okay. Unless she's talking about lettuce. Is the song about lettuce? Well, it was it was called Sugar Coated Iceberg. So, so is it sugar coated lettuce or is it sugar coated iceberg? Because I don't eat sugar. Iceberg. You can eat sugar. You don't eat icebergs. Not an actual iceberg. Yeah. You guys I guess maybe it's about lettuce. You're gonna wait till the end of the show to go back to the second song and have a complaint. I woke up after the poontang joke. 
Like I was half asleep through this whole thing. We spoke about Little Feet earlier, and you have a Little Feet song. Oh, are we playing it? Oh sure. yeah. I got are, it did I get, list. are you doing the off of Waiting for Columbus or the recorded one? Uh, it's not a live version. Okay, this it's is the great version. Lowell George and Little Feet, Dixie Chicken. This is the most popular song, right? Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. And it named, it's all about my hometown of Memphis. I've seen the bright lights of Memphis. Oh, turn it up. And so the Commodore Hotel. And underneath the street lamp, I made a seven bell. Well, it took me to the river where she cast her spell. And in that seven moonlight, she sang the song so well. Yeah. That is the extra souped-up remastered version. That sounds great from man. the Revolutions in Sound, uh, Warner Brothers Records. The first fifty years, I sent you and Siegel all those songs. Yeah, yeah. Thank you very much. Uh, West Anthony sent them to me, and uh, oh, thanks, I, West. I've just been giving them to everyone. West, I don't care. <laughs> no, I really only sent them to uh, Siegel and uh, and Murray, and that Dude, was it. There that used, was it. There used to be a stand-up show at the Gaslight Bar here in Los Angeles when I first started out. You know where the Gaslight is over in Wilshire? I don't know where it's it a is. little bar. And uh, it was stand up, and then the woman after it ran karaoke, and I went and did a set there and got really, really drunk after my set. No, yes, and got up and sang this song to her, to the woman running karaoke, and I get out and I stumble off stage, and I'm like, I sang that for you. She's like, I know, and walked away. <laughs> you know what goes great with Dixie Chicken? Oh, what's that? I'll tell you. And cornbread, damn. <laughs> Okay, we have one more, and then I have a playout song. So Dude, let's if, do this. If Steven Tyler got money for every time you played that, he would have so many more scarves to buy. Like you play that all the time. I, I love it. Why can't Aerosmith give me one last good album? Why? Why not just one good album? One last good album. Why not just one good album? <laughs> oh, overall? Overall. You don't think they have one good album? I don't like Aerosmith. And here's the funny part. The, the Aerosmith I do like was after they got clean or supposedly got clean. Apparently they didn't mm. like, I like the pump stuff. Pump is a good album. I like that stuff. I can't toys in the attic, all that stuff early. I just couldn't, I just couldn't stomach. All right. I, I mean, my interest in them has waned over the years, mm -hmm. big time, but, um, yeah, it was pump and was it, per, what was the other one around? It was a permanent vacation or was that permanent vacation, then pump, then get a grip. I think Pump Get a Grip are the two I liked, right. or the tracks I liked off any of them right. anyway. The one where he was fucking exploiting his daughter in Amazing, the Amazing, crazy. Yeah, yeah. What was the other Living one? Living on the Edge I like a lot. Living on the Edge. That's a great yeah, song. Yeah, that's a good song. Yeah. It was my Steven Tyler. I always had a problem with him making his girlfriend grind and have sex. His daughter, sorry, grind and having sex it in the videos. Was he making her or was the director? It was his song, it was his song and his daughter. It is a little weird. Oh, uh, you know what? Somebody had uh, had my son Frank on the on the pole. He was directing. I couldn't do anything about it. Yeah, you're right. It's rough. All right, here's the last one. We know this guy from uh, Name That Tune. Hi, Pat and Rock Solid listeners. This is John Mudford from Yellowknife Canada again. Mudford and um, Sons. I wanted to take part in the Patreon 
food episode, and I wanted to also go this time with the Canadian band, so of course I'm going to go with Tragically Hip. Nice. My first thought was to go with Blow at High Dough, and then I realized I'm not sure if they mean dough as in money in the song, or if they meant dough as in the food. And after a quick Google search, it turns out, yes, they were referring to food. Uh, it was an expression, blow at high dough, that Gord Downey's grandmother used to use with him. It meant you can't blow on dough once it's risen and expect it to go back down. In other words, you could get in over your head, and by that time, it's too late. So without further ado, here's Tragically Hip with Blow at High Dough. Thank you. Song. I love that band. I like Mufford. Mufford's up there in Yellowknife. I like that guy a lot. The hip. The hip. The hip. I got. I really got into them when I lived in Okotoks, uh, Canada, for about six months, and I listened. I really got into them. Who else is in Okotoks? Is that where Carrie uh, Scott is in Okotoks? Uh, she's in Calgary, which I think Okotoks right. is right. a small town near Calgary. Out way. It's like fucking bump. What were they filming in Okotoks? What was that movie? Was I that tried. Inter- I, was that Interstellar? Yeah, I tried to block that whole trip out of my brain. It yeah, was awful. That. Fucking hated it. You did not it. like it. Dude, that part of Canada is just North, North Dakota. White trash. God, hey, there's, listeners might live in Okotoks. Well, I'm sorry. You can move. <laughs> it's not that easy to move, is it? I know, I know, but it was terrible. I'm sorry. I grew up in Jersey. You can shit on Jersey all you want, but Okotoks was awful. By the way, John Mutford, I found my yellow knife pin that you sent me and the little clasp that you squeeze on the back was all smashed and broken so I couldn't put the pin on my fancy jacket. I want a pin. So send a, maybe put it in a padded envelope next time. Uh, Mufford, send me a pin. I want a yellow knife, yellow send, fork, send, yellow spoon send two, pin. Send two nice pins. I'll, try, I'll send you a for what it's worth pin. Oh, then forget it. No, I think that's a good trade. You know what? The clasp won't fucking break. I'll tell you that right now. And we'll put it in a nice envelope. Yeah, we'll padded it. one. Yeah, we'll, we'll ship I'll it bubble properly. wrap it the way you're supposed to ship a pin. And then if you say, yeah, so if you send us those two pins, then we'll send you a, for, for what, what it's worth, worth pin, pin, and I'll send you a, uh, I'll send you a, uh, a, an enamel pin, rock solid pin, and you can put both of those pins in your drawer and never see them again, <laughs> which is what everyone does with these pins. <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right. Once again, Murray, you are at Murray V on Twitter. At Murray V on Twitter. Uh, on Instagram. Murray V Comedy. Okay. And Murray V Comedy on TikTok. Website. Uh, MurrayValeriano.com, but uh, hit me on the socials. I don't keep that up very much. That's where we don't really need a website anymore. FWIW for what it's worth. For what it's worth, you can get at Murray Valeriano's uh, YouTube channel. Um, also, I put clips on Facebook and the internet and stuff like that. And I really do appreciate all you guys who listen to it and watch it and like and subscribe. And if you haven't, check it out. I, it's it's super fun. I I rarely get excited about the stuff I work on, but this is really a lot of fun. It is and, fun to play, and too. And I'm very lucky to have really funny people like Pat and Christy and all the gr- uh, great comics, Greg Proops, Greg Barron, Paul Martin, you know, 
some yeah so i'm very fortunate to be around such talented friends that make this show so much fun so please hit like and subscribe i don't you know you don't even have to watch it like if you hit like and subscribe it does so much for the the show yeah it's ridiculous help this 50 year old man get a youtube channel going that the 13 year olds got yeah, going like and subscribe and then you know at christmas when you're not doing anything you go through and you watch every episode i did a christmas episode last year yeah you don't have to watch them all at once i did a christmas episode last year some people like it though they look i mean not some people like it i mean that they, they they watch it immediately. Oh yeah, no, I the people who yeah, it's great, and I thank everybody for watching. And there is a patron uh, Patreon thing if you're interested. I put bonus material and stuff there, and I'm having a uh, Patreon party night this Wednesday night after this drops. So Patreon.com forward slash what Murray Valeriano, perfect, I believe. And we are Patreon.com forward slash Rock Solid Podcast. We are at Rock Solid Show on Twitter and on Instagram and go to rocksolidpodcast.com.com. Wait a minute. Are we going to rocksolidpodcast.com? Is that what we're doing? What? I think so. Hey, folks, Tom Newerberg here. Yeah, that's exactly what we're doing. <laughs> All right, no, uh, Patreon, well, whatever. Tom's such a good sport. Com. Yeah, he might send me an email that says he hated this running bit. Nah, he's got a good sense of humor. He's a good guy. So that's it. That's the show. Um, the next curated episode, I think I called it dip, 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 do, 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 or something like that. It's going to be songs that have like those nonsense. Like scatting and just, yeah. Like, like, for example, like do, 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 da, 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 or, or, uh, or do, 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 do heartbreaker by the stones. Any song like that. Does it have to be in the title or can it be in the, could just be in the song somewhere. So like some Anthony Kiedis scat and Red Hot Chili Peppers. But you have to give me the cue point so I can cue it right up for that. Okay. You know, even a nonsense thing like Moni Moni's nonsense. Yeah, that's even. true. So anything like that, that's what the next curated episode will be. And the Patreon people will know when to send me those songs. And if I get any early, I'll know that you're just cheating. So, because <laughs> there's a time and a place to send them. Right. All right. With that, we're going to close out. Hold on a second. Pat, right. thanks for letting me uh, come on today. I appreciate it. Absolutely. I really do. A thanks pleasure. for letting me plug in. And, a pleasure. Um, I have to go home. I'm getting more fraud alerts right now because my wallet was oh, stolen Christ. last night. All I'm right. not saying that so you guys would like and subscribe to my YouTube channel <laughs> <laughs> that I lost yeah. my wallet and all yep. my money last night was stolen. I'll call you Misery Valeriano. <laughs> all right. We're going to close it out with a little tribute to Rock and Peace, Taylor Hawkins. Oh, okay. This is from the Foo Fighters 2021 record that they released under the name DGs, mm-hmm. Dave Grohl and like the Bee Gees. And this is a song that Taylor actually sings. So please enjoy and think of all the good things about Taylor Hawkins. Please enjoy him singing the Andy Gibb classic shadow dancing. Thank you, Murray. Good call, Pat. Thank you. Here we go.
Fuck you guys. Fuck you. You don't want to hear what I got to say. Yeah, I thought we were supposed to have fun. Yeah, come on. This is what the people pay for. Dick. Dillweed. <clears throat> How's that? Is that all right? Do I need to be closer? I should probably be right you're there. Good. You're good. <clears throat> I'm trying to wake up. So I, so I did all that. Uh, That's your water. I did all that credit card stuff at like 4.30 this morning. So I was up for like two hours and then went back to bed around 7. So... <laughs> Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. All right. I've changed my attitude. I'm burping. Hold on. All right, now you're grossing me out a little bit. 